This nation was founded by men of many nations and backgrounds. It was founded on the principle that all men are created equal. Mayday, mayday. Going down. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Human beings are a disease. A cancer of this planet. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Swerve Podcast. Welcome. It's been everybody. It's been a week, <laughs> or I guess, well, I don't know, not less than a week, five days probably. Um, but if you're a first-time listener and you're wondering what you've stumbled across, we're the Swerve Podcast, and we are three random dudes on a mission to understand everything in the universe, one obscure topic at a time. So every week, we pick a topic that we don't really know anything about, we research it, and then we discuss it here on the podcast on the fly. And for those, for those of you who believe that, that can't be done. Trust me, it can. Just simply one step at a time, one topic at a time, we get through this shit. But we do have a very unique second component to this podcast. Dragon? You know, it's actually funny how much uh, slack we get for that, our uh, mission statement. How many people on like <laughs> Reddit or whatever are always just like, you fools, you can't learn everything. It's like, Yeah, well, we're what? doing it we're right trying now. Our, yeah, we're fucking doing it few fucking curveballs along the way but that's all right um yeah anyways second component um we like to drink while we do it loosen up the conversation maybe that's why we don't understand everything in the world because we uh <laughs> we forget how we forget stuff. we forget at least i do um um yeah we like to dabble in the yeah like i said in the booze doesn't anything craft beer cocktails shots like, we like to mix it up. It's been a little trickier because we were meeting um uh via the computer because of <laughs> stupid stupid COVID. Yeah. Stupid COVID restriction nonsense. Ugh, whatever. I can, I don't think I can get sick from COVID. This one was just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I won't start down that rabbit hole. Um, well, yeah, so, we won't go down there yet. We'll get there for sure in this yeah, one. Yeah, actually, that might actually be a good segue, <laughs> actually, but unintentional. What are we drinking tonight, fellas? What do you guys got? So I'll start. I'm, I've am i got some uh, leftover mint or what, I don't know what you call it, candy cane flavored Smirnoff vodka, peppermint. I think they're going so got for a, candy cane, yeah. A little bit left over of this. We'll do some of that. But then we also have the cast, the classic Corona going. Nothing too crazy. Very nice. Very nice. I am on just plain old water. What I'm uh, trying on? something new out. I don't have any vodka purchase, but I will you, be on what? vodka water. I'm what? trying cuts. <laughs> I, I don't know if my wedding's his, happening or not, so I'm he's trying, trying to work a his, cut here. He's trying to work his way up to the vodka water, so he's just drinking water. <laughs> yeah, what is this fucking... <laughs> trying to no, get I his didn't buy any fucking vodka. I haven't, bought, I haven't purchased any vodka, so it's just water for me today. That's insane. 
Okay. Uh, you just got to make okay. a trip to the liquor store before Tuesdays, man. I don't, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> I mean, I basically live it there, but. I've had to <laughs> self-isolate along with my fiance since she just got back out of the country. Yeah, but so. we live in, this is 2021. Dude, yeah, I'm not get, fucking paying someone to deliver alcohol. It's really. You, you know how fucking stupid delivery is? Like, goddamn, Never paying for delivery. I do it. Yeah, you're, uh. <laughs> No, do you use Amazon? I'm sure you use Amazon. I do use Amazon. Yes, yeah, so yeah. then you're a hypocrite. What are you talking about? I love Amazon. Yeah. Anyways, though. You love getting stuff delivered to you. You just admitted I do. it. So if some of you would like to deliver something to us and would like to support whoa, whoa. us in some sort of way. Am I chopped liver can't... here or what? Yeah, what is this? Well, I, thought you, I thought you were done. What the fuck? It was a we're nice just, like, rambling now. <laughs> but it didn't work yet. Yeah, we are rambling. <laughs> All right, so, well... Okay, let's hear what I, Dragon has. What do you got, I Owen? have some gin and tonic. It may look like water via the screen, but... It's probably water. <laughs> you guys know okay. me. And then I Ooh. also got a... Again, I'm going to have a couple shots of the old fireball. You know what? I'm just going to have one right now. Why not? Yeah, do it. Good shit. Damn. All right. Well, at least he's carrying us in this aspect. It's the <laughs> well, only yeah. aspect I carry this podcast in. It's getting fucking drunk every week. <laughs> people at work are like why are you always hung over on wednesdays i'm like oh well, I, hang out, I hang out with my buddies on every tuesday night and we just like to drink alcohol <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right envy let's uh let's hear what you had to say you had a nice well, little segue going on as i was trying to say for those of you who do want to support us in other ways would like just show your love and high spirits of the season you know you can do so through patreon where we have two exclusive tiers. We have our $1 tier, which is Ride the Wave tier. This tier will get you Hell exclusive yeah. never-before-heard content, and it will get you numerous shout-outs on this sort of podcast. Then, ladies and gentlemen, we have our $3 tier, our slap-that-ass tier. This tier has thus far been the only tier people have subscribed to. And with this, you will get exclusive never-before-heard content. You will get numerous shout-outs on the Sword Podcast. And most importantly, you get early access to all of our shit. Three days and five days prior for our main episodes and our post-words, you get these all on Sunday nights. So you will have the lowdown, the scoop, the info over all your friends. You'll be the guy to know who's in the know. So get on there and support us on Patreon. And Fuck for those yeah. of you who hate Patreon, you can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com. <laughs> we'll definitely take your donation. We'll buy some fucking coffee beans. We'll grind that shit down and make some caffeinated beverages to give you some very entertaining podcasts. So be on the lookout. Also, make sure to give us a five-star review on Apple for a sticker. Did you say that already? <laughs> we didn't. We did not. Okay. Um, that's going to interesting. Hopefully, hopefully when this not? drops, we still have we still have supply. <laughs> Oh yeah, shit! I didn't think about that. Oh <laughs> no, this fine. is uh, no, no, this is uh, interrupted. Oh, you're right. Oh, my bad. Which I we still haven't come with the name. Shot. I didn't have to. <laughs> I think I think we know the name. I, sure. I was just Good gonna job, say Dragon. though. Good job. I was gonna say before we get into the topic because we've been rambling a little bit. We're still on the Patreon wagon. Uh, we the episode. We have a fuckload of episodes. We got some Adrenochrome conspiracy. We got. Hitler death conspiracy going on, chess boxing, The Simpsons. How do they predict everything? We've got like a bunch of weird episodes that we've not released. And I think Cal Strico's on there too, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Some weird shit going on. 
Um, but fuck it. Um, yeah, I'll I'll do uh, I'll do a dabble. Oh, Good job, Dragon. Me. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Kobe drops back. Ooh, maybe not Kobe. Bad <laughs> reference. All right. <laughs> Kobe drops Kay. back down to earth. <laughs> Ooh. All right, that guy's an angel. All right, let's hop into this topic. So this week we are discussing 5G, which is a highly relevant topic. It's a very popular mm-hmm. uh, discussion point in a lot of ways. But the thing is, I would say before we even get into this topic on 5G, I have to say like this was kind of a roller coaster ride for me in my research of it. I was flip-flopping. <laughs> I don't like there's so many rabbit holes you go down and there's oh, so many yeah. ways to view the topic. You can view it from an engineering perspective, you can view it from a conspiracy perspective, you can view it from a scientific perspective, and they all have somewhat different uh conclusions and you have to somehow navigate that and make an overall cons- uh, conclusion um after i've taken in everything any one way will lead you astray and that's what i found like i was all over the place with this one um i was deep deep and i'm gonna pose a question now and say are we for 5g or against it that'll be the question we answer at the end of this podcast that's a tricky oh. question it's a tricky one, and hopefully we can uh, get to the bottom of this because honestly, like I was just my, genuinely like, are interested. Are we for in this. the technology? Is what you're, you're posing as the question? Honestly. Yeah, yeah, the technology, yeah. and we'll, regardless yeah. of the negative or positive effects it might have, are we for or against it? Yeah, we'll keep that in mind when we get to final thoughts. But I just wanted to say that I don't know what you guys came across when you were doing it, but I was up and down. I was like, "Oh fuck, this is crazy," and then I'd be like, "Oh wait a second this counteracts that okay this is okay and then i'd be like oh whoa what about this weird thing and like i was all over the place and honestly i started with the science i started with the science and it was freaking me out a little bit (laughs) so i got into uh (laughs) likewise i started with like the well i looked at more the techie perspective kind of what it offers to people and then my angle it led me down military applications and it led me back to like the 1970s and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was, I was in some 70s it, but... shit, some translated Soviet Union papers and stuff. It was crazy. But let's let's hop into the basics here. There's I oh. also saw some comparisons for uh the harp project. Oh my god. Huh? So we're gonna this is what I'm saying. I knew see this topic's gonna be crazy, dude. I knew so it was I gonna mean, be fucking crazy. Just like well, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys got saw that, but Shout out to one of our last episodes. Megan I didn't see it. What... It's episode eight. Episode eight. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, let's get let's go let's get going here. Yeah, let's hop into the basics here because we have a lot of ground to cover with this one. And like I said, I think it's going to be a roller coaster ride for everyone. So five G, it's the fifth generation technology standard for broadband cellular networks. That's you know that's the the textbook definition of what five G is. It began developing and being deployed worldwide in 2019. So it's it's a very recent phenomenon. This is why it's in the news all the time and it comes up all the time. Like you can there's so many headlines and articles written about 5G all over the place. But essentially what it is, it's simply just a continuation of 1G, which was if you picture, you know, those old school brick phones people had in the 80s. That's considered yeah. like generation one. 
of this broadband cellular network. Then you have 2G that comes kind of in the 90s. And, you know, people, you could do text message with it. You could send some pictures. Um, Actually, even the original iPhone was considered to operate on 2G. 3G starts coming along in the 2000s, uh, early uh, 2010 era. And you're getting even faster speeds. And then now we have 4G LTE which is the current speed. And it, that's, that's kind of what everything's using right now. And the next step is 5G, which is supposed to be even faster than 4G LTE. Yeah. Um, so as uh, Magna mentioned there, 5G started early uh, around April, March, April in 2019 for most of the world. But it's the very first country to actually finish the 5G network fully within their country was China. On November first, twenty nineteen, of course. Damn, that's a crazy stat. And wasn't that but, out of Wuhan or something like that? Isn't that where the conspiracy? Isn't that where already, the conspiracy? Already going isn't there. that where the conspiracy, um, conspiracy comes? I did not started? come across that, but I did see the COVID nineteen tie-in just because oh, of we, the release yeah. of. Let's let's get to that later. Let's not get into that in the basics here. Okay. Um, I also so, I mean, heard a. Th- I also heard a thing. Um, I was listening to a podcast about this. Um, I forget which the podcast was and it might've been a little dated. I forgot to look at that. So, but they're saying on the podcast that if you have a, as of right now, if you have a 5g phone, it's probably not a 5g phone. They're probably like scamming you that it's 5g. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> maybe that may, it might be a little dated because I know there's some five 5g phones out now, but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. So maybe just look into that. If you paid that extra money for a 5g phone, make sure it, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, it so operates I mean, at those speeds. Yeah, um, I mean, basically, five G. It's it's essentially Wi Fi, but everywhere. So it's not <laughs> it's not limited to a cellular. It's it's that's what it is. It's like internet everywhere, but really fast. It's if that's the upgrade. The, that's from, the, that's it's the, the next easiest step way to put it. Four G. It's the next step from four G yeah. LTE. So do we while want we're to in the, get into some speeds because I do have some speeds. Oh here. no, I have I have I've got some speeds and shit too. So okay. I have that five G. It claims they're claiming that they're going to achieve ten gigabytes per second. Um, and to put that in perspective, the current peak for four G LTE is one gigabyte per second. But with four G LTE, it's basically thirty to two hundred and fifty megabytes per second. Although they can hit a peak of one gig, it's it's typically not. That's what I have. Hmm. So it's you could say so I, it's ten to forty times faster than our current version of the technology. Do those so numbers reflect what you have? I do have some additional have? information to uh, that. No, mine are a little technology. different. So I know that current four G allows fifty megabytes to over one gigabyte if you're within close um, proximity oh, yeah. to a tower. Oh no, yeah, sure, sure. But as far as 5G goes, or, or uh, 5G goes, the top speed right now with a mobile provider was 1.8 gigabytes, gigabytes per second. That was with AT&T. And then, so basically how it works is there's air latency for connectivity. Yeah. And 4G was around 30 milliseconds. 5G is supposed to be 10 to 20. And if you're near a tower, it's supposed to be 8 to 12 milliseconds. In, okay. in terms of like download, download speed. speed, so th- that that ends up around 1.8 gigabytes per second next to yeah. a tower, essentially. So 
Yeah, you might have. What I was said is 5G's claiming to once the infrastructure is set up, they're claiming that they're going to hit 10 gigs. So I'm not the saying I'm not saying that they correct. have hit 10 gigs. I'm saying that's like the the ceiling that they're aiming for. Yeah. So the 10 gigs, I did find out find that that's available in military applications with 5G networks. So military applications, any mobile base that ends up uh, developing, when they put up their structures, one of the things they put up are two satellite dishes, which are responsible for the 5G network, and they do 10 gigabytes per second. Whereas okay. so civilian that use, real. like yeah. civilian use, AT&T and other service providers, the highest recorded speed was 1.8 gigabytes per second. Yeah. But the which goal, is still insane. The, the, I know, it's still crazy, but the goal is to have that even faster. Once the Which infrastructure is, is set up. Amazing. Yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> so I know I found... Should we talk about what the infrastructure is? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we got, we'll be in the basics for a little bit here, trying to figure this fucking tech out, because there's a lot to it. But I have a little tidbit. It's predicted that more than 1.7 billion subscribers will be using uh, 5G by 2025. Ooh. So can I can I add, can I add on to that quickly? Yeah, add on, please. So of of those one point, you said one point five billion. It's point seven, one point seven. Okay, one point seven billion users. That is equal because I added the same stat, but it kind of adds to it. It is equal to fifty billion devices. So this includes like TVs, um, other oh stuff in your home. It's fifty billion devices that are be going to be connected to this five G network. Okay, twenty twenty five. That seems so far away, though. It's so close. Four years. It's four years. <laughs> 50 you know, billion I devices. I want faster download speeds now. <laughs> Give the people what they want. So, Envy, that's actually a good subway for me right here. Um, the 5G network, because of its increased capacity to you know, transfer data, and it's just fast, it's, it's going to start becoming an internet service provider, not just a cellular network. So going into what you were saying with these 50 billion devices connected, the idea is that we're going to have an internet of things. So this is called the IoT or just the internet of things. So we're going to be talking about this throughout the podcast because there's so much that goes into this. But the internet of things, maybe you can describe it better because it looks like you have something you want to say. Go uh, ahead. That just kind of ties it to one, one of the conspiracies that I'm sure we're going to get into. And that's when... AIs take over and how they're going to use 5G okay, well, to say, do so. Let's say they're not in the basics. Let's not get into that yet. But basically, so the, this, the inter- separate, this would be a separate internet, internet of things. would be. A- so right now, like, for example, we have TELUS or we have um, Shaw as like internet service providers. And e- even the Starlink program from uh, Elon Musk and his SpaceX and stuff. Yes. But... They're essentially saying that the 5G network itself, now it'll be different companies providing this, will be an internet service provider. It's going to be so fast that it's going to be faster than what Telus currently offers with their one, one gig fiber optic. Yeah. So and basically, the Wi Fi that we, the Wi Fi with 5G is just, it's going to be both for your cell phone, like making phone calls and texts, but also yeah. like search using the internet because it's fast enough to do both now. So, what the issue is and what they're saying kind of is like we're almost at 8 billion people. So, if even every single person has a phone, that's 8 billion phones. But the thing is, like, there's 50 billion devices that are going to be connected. So, that, like, this is going to be your computer because everyone has a laptop, has a computer, has a like smart know, phone, TV, whatever. smart fridge, smart thermostat, exactly. smart so all these things, all these things are going to be like, connected. Just everything, yeah. And like I got right now, currently, if you dope. go on, uh, 
<laughs> if you go on Facebook, Facebook is using algorithms to communicate with you because they can listen in through your devices. And it ha- that has been proven. Same with Amazon. Like if you're talking about something, it'll appear on your search feed or like as a thing that you can buy. And that's how algorithms are used. And we'll what say more about is, that for a second. With the maybe that's a good point. The listening in. Yeah. Okay. So with the okay. Edward with Snowden, the algorithms or what? What that does is yes, there is there is Edward Snowden again with it, but algorithms allow your devices to listen to you talk in real life, like in your home. You're talking about I don't know a vacation with your wife, and say you wanted to go to Bahamas or something. The next day on your Facebook or your Amazon, you'd have a suggestion for Bahama vacations. And that's because your devices are listening. And currently. And, sorry, that, go ahead. that's like, that's a conspiracy theory, but it's also not really a conspiracy theory because didn't it's been Snowden. Proven. That's, yeah. that's what I was getting at. Oh, yeah. for sure. So listening. this has been proven <laughs> by not only Edward Snowden, who did write one of the. Because you read his book, didn't you? So that's why I, I was. Did, yeah. That's why I was pressuring you. So ever ever Snowden, he he designed one of the programs to be actually embedded within devices. So even though you you think your device is off or like out of power, it turns off. Your device is actually still in sleep mode with about five to ten percent reserve battery left. And with that, people can remotely turn your devices on. They can just turn your mic on or just turn on your camera and be able to listen in and not only listen, but see what's going on in your room. So they use this as a military application. And it was something that was used as a giant creeping program to spy and eavesdrop on US citizens to keep them protected from terrorists. Was there under official. the all for your protection? It's all yeah. for our protection. So essentially, this was stopped. And this was exposed by Rick Snowden. But and people are worried that they're going to put microchips these, in the masks. Well, that's the thing. They already, <laughs> they already got you, people. They from got these you. algorithms, like Amazon and Facebook, like when you click OK to those privacy settings in order to use Facebook, you're selling your information. And these are the algorithms that are collecting information because they can listen in. And it has been proven. You can go on Google and search or YouTube and do searches where you'll find evidence that people actually test this out. They'll just yell into a phone or speak into a phone for a week, and it'll appear on their feed within that week which oh, is yeah, absolutely happens, insane that happens to me too 100 yeah so currently apple is fighting this by having a feature on your iphone where you can turn off listening or turn off uh communication between devices but with 5g when you're going to have 50 billion devices connected that's way more than we currently have right the devices yeah. are essentially going to be able to speak themselves and trade information about you or about other people in your home without you even knowing so these algorithms that were oh, already a nuisance are going to be 10 me. times worse. Yeah, that's one of the main concerns with the Internet of Things that 5G will enable. And, I mean, we could touch on that more uh, later when we get into some of the conspiracy shit. But, but yeah. I mean, it's a privacy and security concern already. And that's what, you know, that's for sure. it's going to be even faster be and quicker and crazier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, so that's a good point. It's good that we lingered on that in the basics here still. But one of the main things I think we have to discuss before we go further is that 5G, part of the reason it has this increased speed is because it's using higher frequency radio waves than other cellular networks used in the past. MM (laughs) waves. So that stands for millimeter waves. So this is where a lot of thing, a lot of conspiracy theories, a lot of known science ties into 
with this type of frequency range, which we're going to get into. And this, a lot of people have concerns, not only because of these security privacy risks that we just talked about, but the, the frequency that's going to be being used. So that, that's one thing that we should talk about now. That's one of the main distinguishing features of 5G versus, say, like the 4G LTE. Um, it, it's, they use a, a higher frequency radio wave. And part of the problem with this, you have a less physical range that you can use your signaling. So this requires, you know, um, what would you say? A more dense network of signaling devices per se. So like you need more of these 5G towers in a location in order to get the same coverage as you would from a single tower that doesn't use those frequencies. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Thus, if you were to look at bases that are set up, it's usually never just right. one the bases, satellite dish. The they have three to four. Yeah, so you need a, you need a bunch. You need a lot more of them in a space to get the same coverage using the the frequency. For, but for the five, go ahead. Yeah, because the for the five G because the frequencies don't travel as far, right? They don't travel as far. No. Yeah. So that was a uh, something I found kind of funny. So in that podcast I listened to, which I just looked up, it's a little dated. So if you have a five G phone, you're actually probably fine. Because it was in 2019, so I'm sure it's good now. But <laughs> it, they were saying there's protests in New York about it, about oh, 5G. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about the infrastructure and how it's going to be ugly. And like all I could think about was, I just looked outside and I was like, all I see is fucking telephone and power lines right now. Like, what the fuck's the difference, people? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense. Dude, it's like, going to be ugly. We need to have a nice oh looking space. Oh, paint a flower on it it'll be fine no. <laughs> it looks ugly i don't want it, it looks, i'm gonna burn it, it down ugly. but these power lines Dragon. that we have going everywhere is amazing no they, they look good the 5g towers look shitty they look shitty. They're bringing down my property value burn them down they're bringing it up get on the page so you got 5g they would bring it up you'd have the highest speeds neck like close to that tower no burn it down <laughs> it just means more property taxes though son of a bitch or, Damn you know, it. just more manipulation to, like, buy Amazon products and things like that. <laughs> oh, dude, I, they, these MM waves, like, I went, this is my rabbit hole. This is why I went deep. Okay, in well, let's, we'll get into it, and man, because I want to say there is some nuance to it, though, because while we're still in the basics here, um, we have an extended basics for this one. There's, there's both, there's three different tiers of 5G. So I, when we there's say high frequency the waves, tier, the ride there's the, the slap, tier. there's the ride the wave <laughs> tier, which is one dollar gets you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> there's there's three tiers. So the first tier is there's basically a low, medium, and high. Different frequencies. So the low band 5G. This is very similar to what 4G cell phones are using already. So this is your 600 to 850 megahertz range. Um, honestly, it's this is like the first rollout of things because it has a similar coverage to 4g already so this is kind of on the way like paving the road to true 5g like this is this is technically 5g but it's not the true 5g if that makes sense okay yeah because it's it's very similar to what 4g already does and it's a low it's a lower frequency but then there's the mid range so this mid-band 5G, this is using microwaves of 2.5 to 3.7 gigahertz. So this is going to allow increased speeds. Um, 
but now you start having that distance issue. So you need more towers to get the same cover, more bases to get the same coverage. So this is the service that's going to be most widely deployed because it's kind of in the middle. It's pretty good. It's better than what the 4G currently has, but it, it's still not as fast as the high band 5G. So the high band 5G, this is 25 to 39 gigahertz. And I think this is where a lot of the uh, public concern comes from is from these higher ranges um, because it's near the bottom of the millimeter wave band. Um, so it's you, you have very fast download speeds. Like we're gonna we're talking gigabytes per second. Um, this is when I was saying, you know, they think they're gonna have 10 gigs per second if they have the right infrastructure. This is what we're talking about using this type of range. So for instance, you could download a whole season of TV shows in just minutes with the high band 5G. Yeah. It's it's like ridiculous. Um, but because because of their higher frequency, they have a, a more limited range. So you're gonna like this the connections are gonna be spotty unless you have a fuckload of towers to like make up for that. So that's one of the issues. And also like indoors, they don't penetrate buildings well. So like you would need like indoor versions of it to get the same coverage. But despite, you know, despite those drawbacks, that's kind of where things are moving based on what I was looking at. It seems like, you know, they're going to start with the low band, get the mid band in, and then get the high band in later. I don't know if that corresponds to what you guys found, but that seemed to be kind of the, the idea with 5G. So what I did find was that the same infrastructure can be used from low to high. And like you said, if you want to increase from low to high, you would have more of these available. So then signals are overlapping. The coverage is overlapping. And that's how you get the 10G exposure, the 10 gigabits per second. So the questionable so thing insane. is that that's so setting amazing. people off is that these towers, like the ones that they put off and they're saying, oh, these towers are for low frequency. Yes, they are for lower frequency, but the exact same thing can be used for high frequency as well with flip the switch oh yeah yeah but that's just to get it started because like right if they just went it like say say you need a hundred towers i this is pulling numbers out of my ass but say you need a hundred towers to like support a neighborhood or something like you can't just like go into the neighborhood and put a hundred towers in. like people are gonna like it's just not my gonna work so you start you start with a few at the low frequency my understanding then, was yeah. for it to work would be like a box every city block type of thing yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what Envy's saying is like they're gonna like they start with this, it has the cap capability, and then they can just switch it later to the high frequency when they start with the low. And yeah, I agree. That's what's gonna happen. I just feel like the infrastructure is not even that hard to add. Like just can't you not just put it onto like the power lines that we have or like the poles that we have? Like you have to add like a whole new tower, like it's a yeah. separate tower. It's a separate uh tower. But either way, that's not hard to put a fucking stick in the ground, and it's just a box. It's not that just goes uh, it's not just stick in the ground. So, I guess I should explain how towers work, anyways. So, a tower does give off a Wi-Fi signal, a wireless signal through MM waves and stuff like that. But there's still a hard connection going into the tower. So this is through your fiber optic or something mm -hmm. of that sort. So that's what's expensive. Like the tower itself might not be as expensive, but what's expensive is digging up through neighborhoods and digging thousands of kilometers or but miles. If, why can't you just, so you just said it connects like via the fiber optics. Those are already added into the 
into our infrastructure. So why can't you just continue off that? Because some of them can't expand to that speed. Like, the fiber optics. Yeah. So for, exa- for example, like if you were to look at our previous generation, which would be the copper wires, mm-hmm. copper wires, you can only get like 300 megabytes per second, which is why they up- upgrade right. to fiber optic. And fiber optic mm-hmm. is a glass tube that carries one gigabyte plus. So currently, like they can use some of that infrastructure, but then they would, ha- they would have to change those towers. And what is actually what I guess a lot of people aren't aware of is that there's still satellites that are connected to these 5G networks and actually bounce their signals off the satellites to be able to give more coverage in wider spaces. But doesn't that happen now? Like, don't we have satellites now that we utilize for communications? It does, but they're not as powerful as what we're going to have. Yeah, so for you'd, example, have to, like, you'd have to put new satellites in or can you not? It would have to be new ones or they might just use existing ones like the Starling system which does have this capability. Right. And that's, I'm just trying to make, I just want to point out the picture. I I just feel like adding this infrastructure is really not a huge deal. It's not, but people like they're going to get taxes and shit to pay for it. Well, of course, I I think that's our taxes go to more ridiculous shit. So I mean, (laughs) might as well get faster Pornhub speed. You know what I mean? Well, so uh, there's three main applications of the 5G. One, obviously, that we've been talking about is this enhanced mobile broadband. So you're just going to have a better, faster connection, a higher throughput, more capacity. And honestly, like I was when I was looking into it, it looks like initially you're going to try benefit high traffic areas. So like stadiums, cities, concert venues. This is kind of the first step is to get the infrastructure to these areas and honestly like that makes sense that's like the main application but then there's other ones so that's one of the second applications is ultra reliable low latency communications and basically what that means that's kind of the that would be like the military shit that's like using the network for mission critical applications so you have like an uninterrupted massive data exchange if if you need it so that's another thing that 5g will be used for and then finally the third one is this massive machine type communication so this is uh i think this ties into the internet of things so this is what's going to allow a large number of devices so like smart tv smart thermostat smart whatever the fuck you want it to be allow these all to connect that's going to enable your internet of things so like when 5g rolls out those three things will all be um, feasible which is just such a ridiculous like even like i was saying like i have smart appliances and they're not 5g but they're so i don't even know what how to use them like I, <laughs> I don't get it like they're cool but i'm just like why do i need this like i don't use like i don't really use it like i turn i think i can turn my uh my oven off with my phone i think mm. i don't know how to do it because i can barely turn on a fucking computer but, but it knows how to <laughs> use you yeah oh <laughs> yeah use exactly. me, me baby don't tell me it was a good time <laughs> so i was actually interested in some companies that would that do provide 5g or are working towards it one of the companies i came across was ericsson radio systems they're a developer of 5g within the united states so it's kind of funny that you mentioned the three things there of what 5g will be used for this is what they describe it's going to be used for it's going to be used for advancing societies Fun. Transforming <laughs> industries used for every time. and <laughs> elevating experiences, and then just to go into each of those under advancing societies, 
Smarter electric electricity grids for greatly reduced carbon emissions. More connected vehicles sharing data to prevent road collisions. Faster deployment of emergency services to accidents. Connected sensors that can detect and warn of natural disasters early. Drones becoming a key tool to accelerate and support emergency situation responses. Remote expertise. Sorry to interrupt, but does that mean that we can drop the fucking carbon tax already? God damn. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Come on, Justin Castro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For listeners Zing. who don't understand the reference, I refer you to episode 25. Is Fidel Castro Justin Trudeau's son or father? <laughs> um, so just to continue on here. Remote expertise with specialists smoothly consulting and diagnosing patients elsewhere. Connected warehouse man inspecting goods in logistics center. So those are ex- the examples of advancing societies. Now, if you hadn't noticed, that seems very peculiar because currently within our pandemic state, we're locked down and we're utilizing most of these things. And what they have for 5G for the future is us from like remaining and doing what we're doing now faster okay what i missed Here something say that again yeah <laughs> let's get going come on don't don't be a little tease there envy no, currently no, what did you in say? covid so are we going saying, conspiracy theory right now <laughs> oh, this is one tie-in into it currently in covid yeah. we're we are at home we're, we're isolated and we're using some of these technologies where we have to use video conferencing to consult like what we're doing right now to do the podcast. exactly exactly <laughs> Um, emergency services will have to respond to us. We're using smart cars. We're using delivery systems. And they're saying 5G is going to be this, but faster. So it seems like they're alluding to keeping us indoors. Keeping Why, us. Though? Why? Why? Under the thumb. It's cheaper. <laughs> so going off of just the other two points here, transforming industries, they say 5G is the foundation of flexible, efficient, and responsible business. Production lines autonomously reacting to supply and demand. Digital replicas that can warn about real machinery faults ahead of time. Logistic networks autonomously routing goods based on real-world connections. Full traceability down to the individual item at a warehouse and ports. Remote access to powerful robots and vehicles for improved safety in risky environments. Increased use of IoT in agriculture to efficiently grow crops. VR in front of large screens. So again, through transforming industries, now they're talking about literally having robots replace everything we do and then being fully autonomous to do so and uh, pick up whatever they see as an issue or They took our germs. <laughs> took our germs. And finally, <laughs> their last point is elevating experiences. 5G sets a stage for more immersive entertainment and more engaging education. Greater realism, VR, AR, and extended reality XR with lighter devices. Delivering sensory experiences like touch through devices. More engaging in methods of teaching through immersive content. Immersive virtual meetings to boost remote team productivity. Stable and reliable connectivity in crowd spaces. And new angles and interactions for live and remote event spectators. Well, they're separating the humans. Control us. They're separating (laughs) the humans. But hey, for those of you who do enjoy Pornhub, they did mention they they will have touch and feel VR. So there you go. You'll be able to. This comes back to us perverts. (laughs) (laughs) 
Give it to well, me, baby. Yeah, I mean, that's some crazy <laughs> shit that you just uh, rolled out. Uh, but before we uh, segue out of the basics, I had a couple more points I wanted to make. I do have, so interesting, the first country to adopt 5G on a large scale was actually South Korea in April 2019. I so have I thought that was November 1st, 2019. That's what I was saying, yeah. To be you, done We had completely. different stats. Hmm. Maybe, um, yeah, I don't understand what, where the difference comes from, but that's what I had. I feel like China probably altered your information, Magnum. Oh, yeah, I just got hacked and... With their 5G <laughs> technology. <laughs> I'm not even here right now. I'm just like a simulation. Yeah, we're fucked. Here's another thing. Going into what I was saying about the 1.7 billion users, it's predicted that 5G billion. will also cover... Billion. <laughs> I just actually watched the, the Austin Powers movies again. It was hilarious. Yeah, I need to watch like them. Like last month or something. They keep popping really up in my good. Netflix feed. I need to watch Really them. fucking good. They're listening. So funny. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, it's predicted that 5G internet will cover up to 65% of the world's population by the end of 2025. Some other interesting things. Well, Samsung, sorry, 65% of our population of the will population. have 5G. It'll cover that much. Access to 5G. I don't know. Okay. I'm not saying that many people have access to it, but like if they wanted well, no, to, If, they if could. it covers 65%, it means 65% would have access to it, whether they have a phone or... Whether it's, it's affordable, That's whatever I mean. it's affordable That's what I mean. or not, but they can get it. Okay, because right now, because I think in our one of our earlier, our SpaceX episode, I believe we talked, we discussed how... Episode four. Than, episode four. Reference back than, for listeners. Le- less than 50% of the people as of right now have access to internet coverage. Yeah. It's crazy right? stat. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Something like that. Something like that. Go back and listen to episode four. If you want the correct stat people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but adding on to some of this shit in the basics. So Samsung galaxy S 10 5g was actually the first smartphone able to connect to the 5g networks. Um, on the, March, the Huawei phones, wasn't it? Well, here I have some things with this. Oh, baby, on here March we go. 6, 2020, the first ever all 5G smartphone, the Samsung Galaxy S20 was released. So this is a mm. 5G only phone, like kind of going to what you were saying earlier, uh dragging about cell phones in 5G whatever. <laughs> uh but shortly after that, March 19th, 2020, Nokia released a uh a, a 5G phone as well so there's companies coming out with these exclusive 5g phones and then october 13th 2020 apple releases the iphone or they announced the iphone 12 and the iphone 12 pro which support 5g connectivity so this there's already what i'm saying is there's large companies already coming out with devices capable of utilizing these networks that are being deployed and they already have the infrastructure built because we've been quarantined for the last year so they've been able to um, just build it without even they us knowing. Took our jams. <laughs> they took our jams. Um, I think maybe next, because that's all I have for the basics. I don't know if you guys have other things to add. No, it's, no, time. Quite, it's time to get squared off on the, on the basics. Let's fucking drop the gloves here, boys. Yeah, I was, I'm thinking we should get into the fucking conspiracy theories here um, right now. Just okay. get 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 through them. Get them. Get them. I out would there, like to mention one last thing. I guess before yeah. we get into okay, do this, do that. Do that. So we do know that five G focuses on telecommunications, and this is phones and whatnot. But there are some other applications. I'm just going to list off here. They are 
They are not limited to these, but include these, which is radio astronomy, remote sensing, automotive radars, military applications, imaging, security screening, and then, of course, telecommunications. This Just is keep what those five, in mind. This is what 5G is capable of doing? Okay. Yes, because this will definitely pertain to some of the conspiracy theories. No, but this is it will enhance those things. Yeah, it, it, it's because we already do. It's enhancing that, but by a dramatic like the numbers are. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. So, I want to start off the conspiracy theories. I don't know. I just want well, just to get yeah, into it. it. I'm just gonna fuck get into it. So okay, just fire one there's, off. Let's there's there's a number of them. There's a number of them. But let's talk about them. So number one, like we said, we alluded to these millimeter waves, these these higher frequency waveforms that will be used. There's some health concerns with this. And so there's there's conspiracies stemming around this. So if I were to just sum it up, basically, there, people are, are claiming that 5G radio frequencies could be cater, categorized as ionizing radiation. This is the claim. I'm not saying this is true. It's not. But <laughs> but it it this is the claim. But They're it saying, is to a degree. Well, hey, listen. I have a whole fuckload of rabbit holes. We'll go down. But I mean, the we're not going to do them here. I the just frequencies wanted, I, are so weak that you need to put so much goddamn infrastructure up. How is it going to puncture your skin? Like, I, I don't think it doesn't. Well, but the, people are claiming this. People are claiming that I it understand. is. So maybe, maybe let's let's step back to this. We need to step claim. into so, this. If we're going yeah, to like the radiation part, like I do have a full on. Th- Oh no! Can I can I just lay down some okay. uh, terminology before we step into this? Let me hit so there's, you with some knowledge. <laughs> you could okay. Basically, you can classify on the electromagnetic spectrum. You could classify the frequencies of photons in different ways. So you have what's called non-ionizing radiation and then ionizing radiation. Ionizing radiation can be very dangerous. This includes like X-rays and gamma rays. So these these are very, very high energy and they have the ability to knock electrons off of atoms that compose different molecules of your body. So this will create a molecule that's extremely reactive. When it loses an electron, it becomes a free radical is the term. And that molecule or that electro or that atom that doesn't have that electron now, it's very, very reactive with other things. It's like other molecules. So this can this typically can result in DNA damage. And you know, DNA, that's very important for your cells. So if you fuck up the DNA, that's really, really not good. That can lead to tumor genesis. You can get cancer, things like this. That's ionizing radiation. That's dangerous radiation. Does that make sense? Lizard people. <laughs> you can get five J's turning all of them to lizard people. So that's that's one end of the spectrum. And then you have non-ionizing radiation. This is this includes visible light. So what we see every day. This includes infrared, things like this. These are non-ionizing. These don't have enough energy to fuck up atoms. They can't knock electrons off atoms, so they don't make yeah. these free radicals. And if you don't have the free radicals, they, they're not damaging. But people claim that 5G, because it has a higher frequency, this millimeter wavelength, this higher energy, that it can fall into the ionizing radiation category. That's the claim. That's the like claim. These people are probably making these claims, you know, via their computers with them on their fucking laps. 
and <laughs> you're probably more likely to get fucking testicular cancer from your laptop sitting on your lap than you are from these five G waves. That's how I feel about this. Like, so you're you're hard you're hard against this one. No, this one I feel like it got debunked pretty pretty easy. Um, I so the I gene mean, altering, I believe, yes, it was debunked. But while if you're done with your ionizing, I do have a thing on ionizing radiation, which I would like to get into. Well, okay. Can I say one more thing before, before you go into that? I want to say like we use ionizing, like, of course, ionizing radiation is dangerous. You don't want to expose yourself to fucking gamma rays, but there is therapeutic application. So for instance, radiotherapy used to treat cancer, they use x-rays and gamma rays all the time. So they use high energy waveforms, this ionizing radiation to target cancer cells and because it's damaging your goal is to kill the cancer cell by damaging the dna fuck it up so bad that the cells die essentially so there's what i'm saying is ionizing radiation has like a we we do have applications for it and we do use it and yes it can be dangerous but the 5g doesn't fall into that category if that makes sense but people have had this fear of stuff forever like microwaves power lines like like this has always been a fucking fear this is true people. like radio radiophobia or whatever like you know people thought that microwaves were gonna you know kill them i used to have an aunt that wouldn't have a microwave and they because she would believe it would give her cancer but then she would sneak over to our house and just use our microwave. <laughs> so i mean like it's just i don't know and it's she just silly she never and got she's cancer fine. so she's she right never, well, as far as I know, I guess. Um, so she's right. I, I don't know. Like, you just can't. I don't like that because Magnum, you just correct me if I'm wrong here. But the main reason that we're seeing more and more cancer cases is because we're living longer. So we're. That's one component. Yeah. W- yeah. This is layman's terms here for sure. So take it for what it is. But, but we're you know, living you're longer. Right, 100%. So, so you're you're. It's We're also we have just better mutations. technologies to detect it. So you, you detect it earlier, you detect it in more people, right, things like that. Right, right. I I feel like and maybe like the technology we have is contributing to it. I don't wanna but I just feel like it's something you shouldn't fear, right? Because we, we already are going through this. Like if you use a microwave, you use your laptops, you have a phone in your pocket, like you're already um subjected to it. So I, I just feel like what's five G going to do because it feels like if the frequencies are weaker which is no they're more high energy they're high i thought they were weaker because they don't travel as far no they they don't that's the they don't travel as far but they are higher energy Mm, but they still i don't think can puncture into your atoms to mutate no science no that's what i was saying they're not it's a non-ionizing form but some people claim that they will be high enough to be that that's some of the claims Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, and people are going to live in fear regardless, or I guess. Technically but. speaking, we have been using phones and stuff that if they were giving off that amount of radiation, we'd be using it for 20 years. It would have been like a surge in brain cancer or something along the lines of that within the last two decades, which there has yeah. been. Yeah, you just so. put it right to your ear. Direct hole to the brain in your yeah. ear. <laughs> but... While we're on the topic of ionization or like radiation, yeah, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say. This point for a while, we got to let them have it. We got to <laughs> let them go. You guys are familiar with how infrared targeting works for military applications, correct? 
No. Is it a is it a app okay. on is it a per, <laughs> like, is it a I perk know. on Call of Duty? <laughs> so I will just quickly go over that. So infrared radiation, a person takes a a laser like object and they point the laser at something. Wherever the laser is pointing, they can do a remote tactical strike on that location, like right on the point of that laser. Ah, the cluster strike. When that laser is pointed, it's actually radiating the objects and it's increasing the heat of that object. And thus the radiation of the object is increasing. So they can target that specifically from across the world. Oh, they they pick up the heat signature that they've artificially increased. Exactly. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Now with 5Gs, it has been proved, it's been tested and proven that using, using a device like a phone near you, or if you like, within your vicinity it does heat up that portion of your body now it's invisible to the naked eye that's true this is true i have stats and with the higher frequency it increases more to the point where one can be tracked through radiation and it is unique to each person so even though like if you're using your phone and you're trying to go off grid and say destroy your phone your body is still is still iodized enough that they can track you with satellites from the air. And this is fucking insane because you literally can't escape anywhere then because your your own body is emitting a specific frequency of radiation that is now attached to your phone and they can track you anywhere in the world. And thus they can kill you with remote strikes <laughs> anywhere in the world. <laughs> and the tinfoil hats are on. I love it. And that is the 5G that's, that's going to be, that is one of the things that's going to become readily available with 5G. Because they're already utilizing this with infrared, and now with 5G, with the higher frequencies, it'll be enough to actually do this through a phone. All right, we're down. We're here. We've hit the rabbit hole. Fucking love it. <laughs> can I can I scale it back for a second? Because I like that point yeah. that you just made. I actually have zero way to refute that. I just don't have the data available, but I do have some. Watch your back, Meg. Go for it. So, in a lot of people claim that this like cell phone radiation um, can cause cancer. There is a study that saw a correlation between cell phone usage, usage and cancer, but it was is a that single the study with the World Health Organization. I don't know. I don't actually I know, but it, it was one. It was a single study, but overall it's unfounded because if you look at when cell phones became a thing, Envy, you already kind of mentioned this. When cell phones became a thing, and then you look at the, the global population, you would expect an increase overall in the incidences of different gliomas, so brain cancer, but you don't, you don't see that. So another thing people point to with this health concern, so the International Agency for Research on Cancer, it's called IARC, they're a part of the World Health Organization, they put uh, radio frequencies as a possible carcinogen, so they labeled it as a gr- in group 2B. And because it's in that group 2B, a lot of people point to that. They're like, oh, well, look, the World Health Organization, look, IARC, look, these international organizations, they're saying it's a possible carcinogen. So radio frequencies, we should be worried about this. We should be scared. It should be a bad thing. However, I should also mention that in that same category, the same group 2B category, that also includes pickles and coffee. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's a very loose category. It's, I actually listened to an interview with the guy that headed the meeting when they were putting the cat, that category together with uh, radio frequencies. And because there was that one study showing the correlation, although other studies refute that, 
because there's that one, they, they put it as possible. There's no causal thing known in the science at all. People look at that. They're like, oh, look, it's a po- categorized as a possible carcinogen, but you have to understand, so are pickles. So, like, what? No, so you think, are... what I'm saying is things get exaggerated and amplified, um, and they're not taken in the proper context. So I wanted to put that note out there because I think that was important. Yeah, so the WHO actually did release a study they did in 2015. So they did a study over 15 years, starting in 2000 and ending okay. in 2015, and they had found like no results other than the one that you're mentioning there, which is why it was put into that second category. And they interviewed one of the people on there as well, and they said they asked this person why, like, why was he even put on there if it was just one case? And the thing is, his response was because technology is still growing and changing, the stuff we know now is not. It's nothing like we're going to learn so much more. And with technology continuously advancing, it might be an issue down the road, but currently it is not. Yeah. So like that was quote, but yeah, with the infrared, like your body is radiated even now, but with the 5G will be radiated so much more that like it still won't affect you. It's not detrimental to you, but it's enough that like you, even you touching yourself, you wouldn't be able to feel the heat. But there are specific instruments which they have readily available now, which you've tested that do pick up those heat signatures on your body. So it isn't like in an infrared tracking. Interesting. I mean, we're focusing so, on cancer, but what about can 5G give you COVID? Can I say one more thing before we transfer? I have one more stat in yeah. the radiation. Yeah. So basically, we're, we're on the tangent that there's a health concern that uh, people are worried that the radiation is going to cause cancer, things like or other issues. But here's another thing. So 5G, if we look at the, the current frequency, so we have 70 gigahertz. But here's the thing, electromagnetic radiation, so photons, you know, x-rays, gamma rays, things like this, where we we're talking about the ionizing versus the non-ionizing it doesn't become ionizing radiation until about 2.4 million gigahertz, where 5G is at 70 gigahertz. So there's a huge, there's orders of magnitude, many orders of magnitude difference between the two already. So the claim that it's going to uh, cause damage to cells, like ionizing radiation does, it's that's kind of not, I don't know. I don't, I don't see, I'm not seeing where that's coming from. Like when I actually looked at the available data out there, the numbers don't and the numbers, it. Yeah. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't see where people were coming from on that one. I'm not trying to debunk everything, but, but I think I this mean, one, where I think it could we be have coming to. from the, those numbers could be falsified. But they're not. The, false, government, so the government could be hiding the real no, numbers but it can't, no, in defense it can't. of those tin hat wearers. Bars. No, but you can't have an entire system that uses radio waves and you can't have like, like look at radiation oncologists, like their entire field of study is how can we use ionizing radiation to treat cancer? So like their entire field of study would be void. Like if they could just use like microwaves to do it, they would, you know what I'm saying? Cause it would be less, you know, it would be less harmful to like normal tissue, but instead, no, they use these high frequencies cause they like, you know what I'm saying? Like you'd have to discredit so many fields of study to be like, oh, the numbers are wrong. People use these numbers all the time. That's why they're not releasing the real numbers then. What about medical physicists? (laughs) Medical physicists use these numbers all the time. And maybe the military already does, but it's not publicly. No, I I, I don't know. I think on this point, uh, 
I'm not. I'm not trying to debunk. Everything, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with I'm you. I'm fucking this one. I'm. I'm just I trying think, to yeah. play the devil's advocate. Let's move on to COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny. So, Envy uh, brought up the World Health Organization, and I was reading their. Uh, they have a MythBusters <laughs> thing, and uh, they had one about five G. So it's like fact. 5G mobile networks do not spread COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, this, this, uh, that's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. This has gained so much traction that the World Health Organization has has to uh, put it on their website. But it, they say viruses cannot travel on radio waves, mobile networks. Uh, COVID-19 is prevalent. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, I don't know. It was just funny. Do you guys have anything on... The COVID nineteen, yeah. I mean, like, does it spread COVID nineteen? <laughs> Not it's spreading. I just have evidence supporting COVID nineteen restrictions because of five G. So, can I can I lay out a couple or of things before, we, before we throw some yeah, shit out? So yeah, there's. I mean, the claim is that there's a link between SARS CoV two and five G. So basically, because of this claim. There's been dozens of arson attacks that have been made on the like the telecom masts. So in mm-hmm. the Netherlands, um, in Amsterdam and Rotterdam, there's been arsons. In Ireland, there's been arsons. Cyprus, the United Kingdom, in like five different cities, Belgium, Italy, Croatia, and Sweden, there's all been arson attacks on towers because people think that it was spreading COVID. Um, this <laughs> there's 61 suspected arson attacks on uh, <laughs> telephone masts in the United Kingdom alone, and another 20 in the Netherlands. What? Also in Tennessee, it's become yeah. a hotbed of anti 5G yeah. activity. So there's the, been uh, several instances where 5G towers were attacked in the state since December 2019. Well, the Nashville bombings really sparked this conspiracy as well. I don't know Are anything real- about that. So, uh, I find it funny that you were m- mentioning those because I've lost her name. I had it written. Oh, I sorry, I didn't have it written down, but I, ha- I still have the website open to where I was getting my information from. It was some famous woman. She's like a celebrity. Released a thing that she's like, oh, five Gs are doing this, and after she released it, there was thirty arson attacks alone in the UK after she released that tweet, oh, like wow. on five G networks. Burn the motherfucker down! <laughs> Burn the motherfucker down! Burn the mother That's trucker right. down! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fuck, can't fire your name now. So I do have, I have a, well, while you're looking for that, I have a one case study on the arsons. So there was four fires at cell phone towers in Memphis, and <laughs> they were intentionally set, or at least believed to be intentionally set, and they caused $600,000 worth of damage. Um, also, the... The, the guy involved in the bombing, he was killed in the explosion. So he killed himself by, I'm not sure deliberately or by mistake, but he was killed in the, in trying to take down these towers. Yeah. After those arson attacks, there was a, another surge on the world health, health organization website, which they did actually print out a second statement saying like, yeah, those didn't have any effect. They would not spread COVID, but what people started linking the 5G's too was the so there's that conspiracy that COVID was just a uh, plot to get everyone under government's control to isolate us so we were, we weren't able to communicate and travel outside and 
such to see what the government is planning. Yeah. yeah. So they're saying that 5G was the reason for this. And because 5G launched around, so we had November 1st, 2019 was the official launch date in, um, in China, which is around the same time that the first case was reported in China for COVID-19. So people, like that's one of the reasons they started attributing this to that. So it, it was launched there in China with everyone being already isolated and being forced to stay home. And that's how they're believing that, that they're rolling out these in US, Canada, and across the world is by having us isolated and under control of the government that 5G has already been rolled out and we're not even aware of it yet. But they're already using this for these applications, whether they be nefarious or good. One of the things that they did mention on here was swarms of drones. So currently, you can use a remote drone to do like targeted strikes, or you can use drones for deliveries. And one of the main issues <laughs> that's people- like, That's funny. That's the dichotomy between drones. You can use them to deliver Amazon goods or kill or everyone. Or kill people, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the purpose. Well, up until now, like each, each drone has to be controlled individually. However, with 5G, you'll be able to do what's called swarm drones. And essentially what that is, is you'll have five to 10 to 20 different drones. They will all be able to perform the same ability, but in a, like a swarm cluster format. And they'll be, be like able a to, school of fish, but like a school of drones. School of drones. But the, so the unique thing with 5G is they'll be communicating between each other. At the same time, they'll be jamming signals from outside hackers, from outside enemy sources in terms of military perspective. And they'll be able to coordinate attacks without having further guidance. They only need just one person controlling, say, a main drone or a queen drone. So are you saying COVID-19 is actually a school of drones? No, I'm saying it's... (laughs) I'm saying one of the theories I found was that it was a cover for them to actually get the 5G up and running and they're already utilizing it. Yeah, and with the too. big conglomerates <laughs> like Amazon, they're utilizing it for deliveries already, which we've seen a surge of deliveries through Amazon, but as well as autonomous deliveries already. Yeah, well, I got our, I bought our fucking mics on Amazon, so there you go. Well, was it autonomous <laughs> delivery? <laughs> <laughs> we do have an Amazon place pretty close by, too. For us, specifically. As does Network. everybody. Yeah, doesn't everyone? <laughs> In 2021. How do you think you get your 24-hour delivery? Not this close. Jeff Bezos <laughs> is everyone's roommate. He's just, hey. Yeah, they have, they have just, warehouses in like almost everything. What are you talking about? Jeff soon. Bezos is just, he lives on my couch. He sleeps on my couch. <laughs> How do you think he has so much money? He doesn't pay rent. <laughs> yeah, he takes all my money. Very little expenses. So smart. <laughs> Going on with the 5Gs and that, in April 2019, Brussels... Pres- or yeah, the, the the Brussels leader, mayor, whatever you want to call him, president, uh, stopped work on its five G network with the environmental minister of the region saying the following: "My citizens will not be treated as guinea pigs for the five G networks." Fucking amen, praise, praise Jesus. So they did actually stop full on <laughs> development of it. There That's are no five G towers there now. Well, I, I while we're on this COVID nineteen, I do have so now the you claim. can't FaceTime anyone in Brussels. <laughs> well, Northern California has also stopped has has passed ordinance to curb or stop the deployment of five G networks. Oh yeah, for sure. There's a ton. 
But while we're like, just while we're on the COVID thing, what people are claiming are COVID deaths. The claim is that they're actually 5G deaths and that COVID is a massive global cover up to explain it. So That's the exciting. claim, the claim is that 5G is causing radiation poisoning to people, which we already debunked, we already discussed. <laughs> but that's yeah. one of the claims. One of the other claims is that 5G is dampening the immune systems of people, so they're more susceptible to bacteria or viruses or other pathogens that cause disease, and this is what's happening. So that's some of the other things relating to the COVID, right? Because people are, that's, what, that's what people are saying. And there's a ton of that being spread around the internet right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. I mean... That can be pretty easily debunked because I, when I was looking into yeah. it, yeah, it's an easy one. To there's debunk, a but ton just... of places without 5G. They have no 5G, but they have COVID. <laughs> so there you go. Sorry, sorry. There's there goes that one. I don't know if uh, if you heard, but there's a giant movement of uh, people on YouTube getting demonetized if they have COVID nineteen in the title of any one of their videos. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah we've been through that. Our video got fucking kicked off. And we got a warning strike. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I get it. I know. I'm. Five G. Five G. Five G. Honestly, we'll probably this will probably get banned too. Oh, Thank I'm God. more than likely. <laughs> Thank God we're going to those other platforms. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other things I had that I thought was interesting, the people that are claiming that it's a radiation poisoning effect. Look up the symptoms for radiation poisoning and then look up the symptoms for COVID. And then you tell me, how the fuck are those the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got a severe cold or you're throwing up from radiation poisoning. Like your insides are melting. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, and also like just like the, the, the cosmetic damp, like the, the, on the skin that radiation would have, like the burns and things like this. Does COVID Uh, make you lose your hair? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's you tell me. <laughs> that's his aging envy. Sorry, bud. No, that's alopecia. No, he's got like a oh. weird thing. He's got like a patchy ass beard thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Alopecia. He just no. It's five G. Obviously, it's five G. It's clearly five G. Five G. Alopecia is giving people alopecia. So I also wanted to say because I did you say. Imagine if that takes off as a fucking <laughs> rumor. Hey, you heard it here first on the Swerve podcast. I mean, 5G uh, causes a hell of I feel like if you're going to spread something, like if you're going to start, you have to say something like that so it could be like harder to debunk. Like, don't just say it gives you the same like radiation poisoning because it's like, it's so obviously not that. Like, like yeah. you debunked it in like just by making two statements. <laughs> well we've been over that it does radiate your body and you can be tracked and killed from a long distance away by a cluster strike in modern warfare <laughs> or in the war zone so i did want to mention because i did say that some people are claiming that it's dampening the immune system so there was studies done by uh the australian radiation protection and nuclear safety agency and in their investigation they found that it does not affect the immune system um, do we have more COVID stuff or can we move to 5G as a weapon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do let's it. I have, I have some time. stuff I can, I have some stuff I can add to, cause you kind of already went over how it can, you know, be used as a, 
what would you say, like a way to select certain people? Select targets, do remote their, strikes, correct, and correct. as well as the uh, drone swarms. So I have simply, I, I watched an entire, uh, it was like a 10 minute video this guy put together. And he basically was saying that the it, it'll basically be used as a weapon and it'll enable the silent killing of people, but not only people, entire cities. That was the claim. How? Because. Because I'll be in a burn from radiation. <laughs> that's all. No, that's <laughs> all I have to say. Because five G. Because 5G. Because. Because the frogs are gay. Because the turn the fucking frogs gay. <laughs> yeah, will they turn everyone in the city gay? <laughs> he referred <laughs> and then yeah, that, that that's the long-term plan. That's the depopulation plan. Like, oh, you know, global that we're just too many people on the planet. We have to make them stop reproducing. Turn I mean, them hey, gay. If just like the frogs. Through a military military perspective, if they could use 5G's or some sort of high frequency waves to make people infertile or sterile by all means like that would probably be the best way of getting rid of a population or a species like if aliens weren't to invade us hell that would be a technology to be used against us and it'll be peaceful destruction termination extermination there's been a lot there's a lot of books that that's a plot line in it uh, like the sterilization of people through like a virus or like through like an, an, an genetically engineered virus or stuff. There's there's tons of literature like that. It's kind of weird. But people um, always jump to stuff like even, this on. Sorry. Sorry. I just want to throw out even in Atlas Shrugged, the book by Anne Rand. We've talked about it a couple times in the podcast. So I'm bringing it up again. Fucking fantastic book, despite the critics. Uh, there is actually in that um a weapon that could silently kill select people that resembled what we're talking about. So it's been was done. Was it called 6G? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't forget what it was called, but it was a thing. And it, you know, it was used to selectively eliminate people that opposed the, the current ideology of the day. Mm-hmm. So that's what people are claiming. They're claiming it's a weapon. It's a, it's a disguised thing. It's going to be used to selectively kill people that are against you know, a, a certain type of ideology or against a certain type of movement or against a, a, a wing of government, things like this. Uh, that's another claim. And I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Well, I just, I just want to say like, I feel like conspiracy theorists like, like love to jump to the weapon thing, like all the time. And it's kind of similar, like with the heart project and um, episode eight, we just discussed how that was. Yeah you know, conspired to be a, a weapon of, you know, using the weather to like control. weather manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously different. And it absolutely was not, at least as far as we know, I guess. Shadow yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I just feel like it, it gets jumped to these conclusions all the time. Like, Oh my God, it's a weapon. It's going to kill us. And yet we're still here. So maybe this is the one that's going to strike. I don't know. But um, I don't know. It's just, well, COVID. It's just, COVID. COVID, bro. COVID what do you mean? It's already, str- it's already struck. There's almost 2 million uh, deaths worldwide. 5G. Okay. 5G. So, so I, got I, I just want to point now. that out. Yeah. In terms oh, okay. of weapon. So current physicists and technological minds have predicted that we'll, we will have an, an AI by 2040. Okay. 
5G has predicted that we will have 50 billion devices communicating amongst each other by 2025. So if, if we're assuming that, we can assume that there will be like, I don't know, let's just double that number. Let's go 100 million in another 15 years, 100 billion devices connected. So now one of the theories I came across was if AIs are developed and they are like fully autonomous, they can decide things on their own. This would be the easiest way for them to actually take over and exterminate the human population because we're going to have so many things connected that we will just be, yeah, like Transformers (laughs) or fucking Terminator. We need Shea LaBeouf. Just do it. We need Megan Fox. (laughs) (laughs) We need hot tits. (laughs) Yes, please. Hey, I mean, that one guy. (laughs) But yeah. Our loyal listener. So one of the things I read was that we're basically creating a roadmap for AIs to take over right now. Oh, yeah, but we've always been doing that. But it's much worse now. Yeah, but I feel like we've always, like, that's what we do. We advance things. We create better shit. That's what we do as humans. Like, we're a species that makes, that creates things. We're, that's what we do. And they get progressively better. So, like, no matter what, how you spin it, it's not, to me, that's not even a conspiracy. That's just, like, truth. That's what we do. We make things better. We make better technology. And eventually, that technology is going to get to the point where it's so advanced that it's going to be its own entity. And that's what we're going to have our artificial intelligence systems. But did you know? For sure, I agree. That there has been a surge of sales in cabins at remote locations. Oh my God, fuck. <laughs> that, dude, I totally missed out on that investment opportunity. Fuck, that so makes so much goddamn sense. Damn it. Of course that's going to be a thing. Oh. Remote Thank location you. sales have gone Thank up. You. Re- ridiculous amounts fuck like that's so four five hundred percent in sales because people are freaking out the 5g and they're trying to escape it and thus they're going to remote cabin cabins well, in the woods that too but it could be also it may they might not it might not be a five like 5g probably amplified that but people that it could just be people that are just like you know fuck it i'm sick of social media i'm sick of this and that i just want a place to chill i'm happier out in the wilderness it that could was be like, simply uh, that too that was like in some places too, when COVID first hit, um, a lot of people are like, I'm going to get out of city. I'm going to go to my cabin, wherever, right? My more remote getaway spot. And they had huge spikes <laughs> of COVID in these areas <laughs> yeah. because everyone from the city was going, you know, they were going leaving, out and then they were, you know, like they're asymptomatic or whatever, right? Or had it or blah, blah, blah. And then they didn't have the resources to treat all the COVID cases in these fucking rural areas. Yeah. And it was all, I think it was in Illinois. I think, it, I think Illinois, like sh- everyone was leaving Chicago, maybe Michigan, maybe Detroit. But I have well, Chicago in my head here. Like people were going camping and stuff and they shut down camping because COVID was around the summer too. So they shut down camping. People weren't allowed to go camping because yeah, but there was bullshit. COVID cases appearing there. Yeah. But that's, but Hey, the mists and I have been looking for some lakefront properties or some cabin in the woods. Yeah, no, it's it's good. You're 100 percent allowed to go camping here in the summertime. No, it, yeah, we definitely went were. camping in the summertime. No, you we were, but then they ended up shutting you. it down. <laughs> well, yeah, they, ended up shutting, they ended up shutting everything down. I proposed not to everything, lady not, not everything. They uh they shut down a lot of the sites. 
like there was res- there was like there was like restrictions that were dumb, but that's fine. That's that's not that's neither here nor there. Um, I like the AI aim. Do you have more on that? Because I have another one while we're here. No, go for it. Just keep keep spinning. mind control. <laughs> mind control. God. So the claim is that toxic metals and chemicals are released into the atmosphere via chemtrails which honestly we should do a topic on. I'm surprised we haven't done a chemtrail topic yet or other sources of these toxins. And the goal is to turn people's bodies into a biological antenna. So then after you've dosed people with your, with whatever toxic metal or chemical you're using, however you want to do that, and you've made them, it's in their bodies. You can then use the radio frequencies through 5G to control people and monitor their mental states. So in a similar way that the Internet of Things is monitoring people, this person was suggesting that that you will be monitored in the same way. Thoughts, comments, concerns? I just So just right off the top of my head, if you're worried about being mind controlled, like isn't that already happening? Like if with algorithms and all that stuff, like Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like for people's sure. People's opinions are so biased off off their algorithm, I guess, because like even just my wife and I, we're different people. We have different opinions and that's totally fine. And as an experiment, we decide I can't remember exactly what, but we said I'm gonna type in the exact same thing into Google. And we'll see our searches and they're totally different. And it was like, well, no wonder the information you, and it was probably COVID related. I can't remember exactly the story, but neither here nor there, but it was like the, and my opinions of COVID because that's what's going on. Um, you know, obviously based off the news that I get and my research, obviously off my phone, you know, because it's off the top few searches, right? Like I don't, I don't scroll to the bottom to get my news, right? I take the top one and, you know, I, I read it and hers was totally different. So of course our, and our numbers were different. Like everything was different. I'm like, no wonder we argue all the time because like our, we are being controlled. If you're you in will. an echo chamber. Yeah. You know, like, you're only, ex- yeah. you're only exposed to things that you agree with. And that's exactly. by design exactly. of these and algorithms. Exactly. So like in a way you already are being mind controlled. So like, <laughs> I don't know some of these things are just so far fetched, but it's already happening. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. It definitely, it definitely is. I agree. Like in a way, I guess I should say, like in a way it's already happening. Yeah. We're being nudged in ways that we wouldn't have been nudged had we not used the platform. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. So the one theory I heard as well, conspiracy, is that it was making birds dumb. (laughs) What? Apparently, I don't have a lot on it. It's turning the frogs gay. That's exactly what I fucking. That's exactly what I was like listening and reading about. It was like, um, I don't have a lot of it, and I lost my fucking notes. So I will. Why are they dumb? So apparently, they didn't know which (laughs) way to fly. So birds fly south in the winter time. Fly north. It's it's messing with their migration. But it's messing them. But so, uh, I I really wish I had my notes. So I apologize to everyone, but. So I'll be I'll be pretty brief about it, but essentially it got traced back to like AM AM and FM radio waves were already causing this. Okay. Um. So it basically got debunked right away. But yeah, essentially all the frequencies they're saying are making birds stupid, and they can't, <laughs> they can't figure out which way to fly. 
And that's good. I mean, we live in Canada. It's January right now. There's basically no birds, <laughs> except for pigeons. <laughs> that's that's due to the sorry electromagnetic waves, right? That's what they no, were they saying. Use, they use the magnetic uh, fields of fields Earth to, around the Earth to navigate. Yeah, to travel. But they're saying <laughs> that the five Gs are going to be affecting these. Yeah, that yeah. was a theory. But they're saying like AM frequencies that which have been around since yeah. whenever radios were invented, early 1900s or whatever. AM FM. Yeah. yeah. That that was already throwing it off, and that's actually worse. But this radio is maybe not as popular or whatever. I don't know. But basically, had nothing to do with five G. That's a crazy. That's weird. Turning the birds dumb. Birds are just and stupid frogs to deal gay. With. They shit. I know. It's it's. What are you gonna do? Okay, so I have uh If we're out of the COVID stuff, or not the COVID stuff, the conspiracy stuff, I have some issues with five G networks. COVID conspiracy, up. same thing. Shoot. So there's actually some legitimate concerns because that's what I was interested in. I was like, okay, so we have all this conspiracy shit, which, I mean, largely we can debunk it very, very easily. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, conspiracy theorists, but uh, it wasn't very difficult when you look at the data and the numbers. It didn't add up, but there actually is some legitimate issues, and I wanted to bring those up because there seem to be some things that are concerning. So number one. Allegedly, 5G will interfere with the ability to predict weather. And this has some national security concerns, um, depending on the region that you live in. So the idea is, so the spectrum used by 5G, um, it's near that of passive remote sensing that's used by weather and Earth observation satellites, um, I guess, particularly for water vapor monitoring. And there'll be an interference, which could be potentially significant. So like initially, I was just like, okay, what? Like, I don't really know what that means. I don't know uh, why is that concerning. But apparently, the interference with the satellite operations, it'll impair numerical weather prediction performance, which can substantially damage the economic and public safety impacts in areas such as commercial aviation. So like if you're flying, you need to know the weather, and you need to know it accurately in order to predict um, where you're going and if there's a weather concern or if you need to you know do a layaway like not take off or something you need to know these things and there's legitimate concerns that it could impact the ability to uh to do that air travel what about yeah. our annual camping trip it's hard enough organizing as is <laughs> yeah 5g is gonna end that too that's uh <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> So, I mean, these these were legitimate concerns, and they weren't conspiracy theories. These were prompted. Um, so the U.S. Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross, and NASA Administer Jim Bredenstein, in February 2019, they urged the delay of some of these um, proposals, but it was rejected because they had these concerns. So, like, this is going to impact uh, weather prediction. Also, the acting NO. AA director Neil Jacobs he testified before the House Committee in May 2019 that 5G could produce a 30% reduction in weather forecast accuracy, and this uh, impairment in your ability to for, for cap, forecast the weather it could result in failures to predict and track very very important weather patterns such as. The superstorm Sandy that happened in 2012. He's saying if we have that 30% capacity reduction, we might not be able to predict 
important hurricanes, things like this. And that could be a national <laughs> like, security concern. I feel like if you take away that 30%, you take away anything there because they already get it wrong. Exactly. There you go. So, so they already have. That's the only profession in the world where you just have to be like 5% accurate. <laughs> I find that ironic because one of the things that that um, company Ericsson Radio Systems mentioned because they're working on 5G networks within the United States. They said that connected sensors will be able, able to detect and warn of natural disasters earlier. So that's almost like a opposite point of what you're saying. Yeah, so they would go against that. Um, it's, not even, it's not even these people that I'm talking about. It's also the United States Navy. So in March 2019, they wrote uh, a memorandum warning that the deterioration of technical signals due to 5G causing these interferences or potential bleedovers, uh, that this could affect <laughs> their capacity to do things. Because, right, the Navy needs to know the weather. They need to know, is this ocean going to be a fucking crazy shit? Are we going to get capsized? Can we travel here? So they also were concerned about it too. So it's a, it's a real concern is the weather prediction capabilities of things if, if 5G is everywhere. Hmm. Even in, so in 2019 as well, the World Radio Communication Conference, there was a bunch of atmospheric scientists. They advocated for a, a, a buffer. They wanted a strong buffer to kind of... So if 5G rolls out, it's not interfering with them. So they, I don't know what this number means, but they recommended a negative 55 dBW. But I guess European regulators, they recommended a negative 42 dBW. And then the U.S. regulators, the FCC, which is important for 5G, they recommended negative 20 dBW. So basically, they're permitting a signal that's 150 times stronger than what was proposed by these other regulation committees. So the, what, what I'm saying is the atmospheric scientists, they wanted a certain buffer. They're like, this is what we need in order to be sure we can get our predictions. And then the regulation agencies were like, eh. No, we're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> so it's it's a concern. It's a that. concern. That sounds like a lot of. It's paperwork. a concern. I feel like that's something I didn't even think about. Too many administrators are like, oh, I can't. Yeah, they're like, that. I can't. How can I read? How can how can I read? What about my Christmas bonus? <laughs> how am I supposed to? I feel like uh, I? they like military, for example, would have an active workaround or maybe a way to even turn off 5G for their own predictions or jam them somehow. Yeah, but how do you turn off 5G if it impacts like 50 million devices? I don't know, but there's no well, way a fucking military superpower would accept that without a way to counteract it or yeah, even utilize I, it to maybe do what it needs to do. Yeah, we're talking about global elites. Or at least have all the... Envy. Global elites. <laughs> and no one's more power. elite okay. than the United States military. Bill Gates. Billions of dollars. Steve Bezos? Zombie the Steve US Jobs? The U.S. military technology and stuff like surpasses them, too. No. Yeah. Rothschilds? Okay, now we're going to conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah well, that's what we're... Yeah. <laughs> That's we're going we're to other conspiracy theories like Rothschilds. God damn, that's a separate topic. So I'm just which saying, we have not so covered yet. I'm just saying, like, this is a concern. So the standard that they wanted, it was much weaker than the atmospheric atmospheric scientists pleaded for. Do you honestly believe that 
the 5G getting implemented, that the mil- that the for example the U.S. military or the Russian military would allow this if they didn't have a way to bypass it or even oh, the Ru- still get they don't have a Russians the Russians don't have a fuck they it's do the they're superpowers the of course they have a fucking say in yeah, it but the elites the Russians drone the strikes. Russians are like I can throw Molotov cocktails radiation okay, drone strikes yeah the rest of the Russians are like does five G affect vodka and they're like no it doesn't they're like okay yeah. whatever <laughs> nothing here. <laughs> uh, the, no, I agree with what Envy's saying though. Like, there's no way the United States military is going to allow this to happen until all, like at least the bugs are worked out or they're satisfied. Like, I 100 percent agree with what Envy's trying to say. We're being royal dickheads, but I agree with what he's sure, trying to I say. Sure, I can I can <laughs> see you. that merit, but based on the research I did, it seems like that it's being deployed regardless. So there was a representative from the American Meteorological Society warning of this interference. Uh, they sternly warned this, and they, 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 the guy was saying he's like, hist- we're risking history repeating itself by ignoring atmospheric scientists. You know, he's referencing global warming. He's like, we, mm-hmm. you know, no one listens to us on global warming. This is the same shit. No one's going to listen to us. This is going to affect our ability to predict weather, which has profound implications down the line. So that's a legitimate concern. Right. That's a legitimate issue that I found related to uh, the deployment of 5G. So that's, I mean, that's kind of interesting, right? Like that's, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Global warming is a big deal. Yeah. Well, not, it has not, it doesn't have it's anything to topic. do with global warming, but just, uh, but, but it would help. He, he was saying like, would, no one would, listens to us. You wouldn't be able ever. to predict. They never listen to us with global warming. Up, They're not listening to us with the uh, weather prediction. It's like the dermatologists of the medical communica- community. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's with them? No one cares. I just I, I watch a show and basically it's, every doctor just makes fun of dermatologists. They're like they're not real doctors. They just look at your skin. <laughs> <laughs> what is it in the in the Hangover movie where Buddy's like, "Oh, can I take a look at that file? I'm actually a doctor," and he's. Like, yeah, you mentioned that last night, but you're actually <laughs> yeah. just... <a> yeah. <laughs> so I have other concerns. We kind of alluded to this in the basics, but I want to go a little bit more in depth. So there's security and espionage concerns with 5G. So there's a report published by the European Commission of e- and European Agency for Cybersecurity, and it warns against using a single supplier for a carrier's 5G infrastructure especially those based outside the European Union. So they're already warning that like, if you have one person permitting it, they're likely just going to exploit it okay. for security and espionage tactics. So I read up enough. on, uh, uh, I, just, I just read quickly on the weather stuff. So the weather technology that's used is specifically on the 24.8 gigahertz. That's what's used to identify the moisture within the atmosphere with satellites. Okay. And they're saying that the U.S. Navy has commissioned to auction off that specific frequency of the 5G network. So the 5G network would never be able to enter that frequency. It would, it would go from 23 and just ramp up to 25 or over immediately. So for yeah, them to avoid using that frequency. Think. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> COVID. I'm just saying, like, th- no, there, okay. there's no, obviously good, some sort of workarounds. That's a good point. Solid point. Doesn't explain the COVID. But <laughs> it does. <laughs> okay, so October 18th, 
2018, there's a team of researchers um, from ETH Zurich, uh, the University of Lorraine, and the University of Dundee. They released a paper. It's called A Formal Analysis of 5G Authentication. And they alert that 5G technology is going to open entire new grounds, a new era for security threats. So in their paper, they describe that the technology is immature and insufficiently tested, and that it enables the movement and access of vastly higher quantities of data and thus broadens attack surfaces. So they're they're simply just raising a concern. And I mean, honestly, that's not too crazy because think before internet was a thing, you would have the exact same concern. You'd be like, as soon as internet is a thing, it broadens yeah, exactly. attack surfaces. It's well, always, a, you know what I'm saying? Y2K. Like, like it's, That's it's why there was concern. a huge reform of all data and new security privileges were added because that wasn't something around. So that's why the Y2K end of the world shit was supposed to happen. Okay. That's hilarious. So, um, yes, but yeah, I mean, like you guys are saying, well, like tech, technology is always advancing. Like we've always, like we mentioned already, and like, you're always going to have those bugs or, or kinks you got to work out. So like, don't you just kind of go with it? Like you work out as much as you can and then deal with any sort of, yeah. Um, ramifications that happen, right? Like, isn't that how you just deal yeah. with things? No, I, I'm just, I'm just, I agree with you. I'm just pointing out the, the concerns. Because there are some legitimate concerns, and this is one of them. So there's also um, <laughs> there's a huge concern about uh, about massive DDoS attacks foreseen oh, after DDoS attacks. Okay. Yeah, foreseen after five G development. So that what a DDoS attack is. I DDoS. just have a quick term: a DDoS attack, distributed denial of service attack. Basically, the incoming traffic. Um, flooding the victim originates from many different sources so like you have your victim and you're trying to flood them but instead of it coming from one source it's from a fuckload of sources and they're saying this is going to be easier to do once 5g's around yeah so because you don't know where it's coming from because it's it's distributed you can't like block the single source so you can't block the attack so it just fucks you up it uses VPNs, like you use VPNs to surf the internet and collect information when you're doing your research. Uh, DDoS is done the exact same way. They use VPNs to do multiple attacks and they can have a single computer send out like a hundred or a thousand different packets, uh, hundreds of thousands of different packets and quantify that by 30, 40 computers. That's like four or five million different packets that are being sent every second. And with this, it'll be increased and thus they can do even more. It'll just... Yeah. yeah, I mean, the an, an analogy for it that's pretty easy is like, picture a group of people crowding the entryway of like a, a store. Like someone who wants to enter the store, they just can't enter the store <laughs> because there's like a crowd of people there. Yeah. So like, it and when the site shit. crashes and stuff is when they actually pull that data and then they just do a huge download. Okay. Yeah. So that was that's a legitimate concern. The other thing, due to this internet of things um, and this increase in the number of internet thing, internet of things devices that's going to be enabled by 5G technology, in addition to these DDoS attacks, people are speculating there's going to be enhanced crypto jacking. And I was like, what the fuck is crypto jacking? Apparently, people, there's like a, they, it's a scheme and they use people's devices. So computers, smartphones, tablets. Now, could be anything if it's an internet of things it could be your fucking fridge your thermostat your smart whatever the smart thing you have 
And without consent or knowledge, you have hackers secretly mine cryptocurrency on the victim's dime. So that's what crypto jacking is. So they're saying there's going to be an increase in these capabilities uh, once 5G's around. And that's a legitimate yeah. concern. Well, so the, the only way that that would really affect users, one, it would slow down your whatever they're using if they're using like your phone your laptop your computer or your fridge for fucking example if they get that smart enough uh it'll slow <laughs> the operation of that down for one uh two it will increase electricity usage of that that item and then they can just resell all that information as well so like, yeah so it's, but, but, it's but that's stuff that's currently being done too like it's not yes it is but it'll just be more readily they're just saying available. it's going to be more yeah it's going to yeah. be more of it that's the concern so the other thing with the espionage component, um, honestly, like, <laughs> so countries including the United States, Australia, the United Kingdom, as early as 2019, have al- they already took actions to restrict or eliminate the use of Chinese equipment in their 5G networks. And we've heard about this with the Huawei stuff. You've probably heard about things like this. Um, the Chinese vendors, they deny and the Chinese government, they deny. They're like, of course, no, of course deny. they deny all claims of espionage. Here's the thing. On October 7th, 2020, the UK Parliament's Defense Committee released a report claiming that there was clear evidence of collusion between Huawei and Chinese state and the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, it's Communist the Party. They thing. own everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are some of the concerns, right? Like... So what the concerns are uh, with the espionage thing, how can you trust the providers that are providing these devices? Will they use the 5G network to gain information that they wouldn't have otherwise been privy to? I guess to touch on that, in terms of the espionage, already all these countries, United Kingdom, US, Canada, China, Japan, they're all already waging cyber warfare against one another. They have hackers and they have readily available speeds of 20 gigabytes per second and higher because they're all military grade. So they already do do this, but I think where the issue arises when these faster speeds become available to local people and like the civilian populations and people who would use this for their own personal benefit and gain, they're the ones that have to worry about and limit those usage for because those people like there's hackers out there that are much better than any military personnel because that's all they fucking do. They don't train or do anything. They're just on the computer all fucking day. So, like, literally those people are better than any other person on Earth, and those people are the ones that can cause real malicious damage with more speeds available to them. Typically, the military doesn't have the best people. Yeah, like... <laughs> that's always that's always the joke. Like, doctors who work for the military... Um. You know they're the doctors. They're the dermatologists. <laughs> <laughs> they're the dermatologists. Well, yeah, but they do have like they recruit, right? Like they recruit. We need people, first but... aid right now. He's like, I can't give you first aid, but I can make you not have acne. It's like fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> like, it, it, your it's, pores. It's an interesting point. But... CPR, like Dwight Schrute. <laughs> <laughs> fucking skin <laughs> the dummy's mask and put hello Clarice it's <laughs> such a random scene it's so, so good, good. 
that's actually that's that's just such an amazing scene if you just go back and watch it on YouTube or whatever. It's so I love that show. Fucking hilarious. Fucking amazing. So I kind of want to I yeah, want to get so- into uh this the what some of the scientific articles that are out there say about 5G because there are some concerns that came up and like I said when I started this this has been a fucking roller coaster for me. Um I was in and out of rabbit holes. I was a believer at some points, and then I was not a believer at some points. I knew it. You're this. You you play like this rock guy, metal man, but you are a believer <laughs> in heart. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, keep it Canadian. So, I want to start. I love the belief. <laughs> Before I get into this section, I want to preface it by saying. Based on my research, the scientific consensus was that 5G technology is safe. That's yes. what I found. Okay. So let's start with that. However, it's not safe. Fucking, <laughs> let's get into the fucking rabbit holes here. <laughs> All right. So, okay, here's the thing. 2017, scientists from more than 30 countries wrote to the European Union requesting a pause on the 5G rollout because they had concerns that there was possible health risks. So here's a quote from what they, the proposal they put forth. It says, quote, we, the undersigned, more than 180 scientists and doctors from 36 countries recommend a moratorium on the rollout of the fifth generation 5G for telecommunication until potential hazards for human health and the environment have been fully investigated by scientists independent from industry. 5G will substantially increase exposure to radio frequency electromagnetic fields, on top of the 2G, 3G, 4G Wi-Fi for telecommunications already in place. Radio frequencies have been proven to be harmful for humans and the environment, end quote. That was what this proposal was. And this petition, it continues to gather signatures. And like I said, there's 180 scientists, 36 different countries that were like, no, we need to stop this. Um, So they're, they're pushing back. And I actually did read about that, and WHO, in 2020, they released another statement saying that they were going to do, do another, uh, they were going to fund another research campaign into radio frequency specifically for 5G. Okay. Because, like, one of their things, so in their thing that they outlined, they said there's an issue of mandatory exposure. So, right, if all this stuff's being deployed and set up, citizens, they have no choice whether or not they're going to be exposed or not. Like if it's just coming to your city, it's like, what do you do? You move to a fucking cabin, I guess. That's why it's up 500 fucking percent. So they're like, that's a huge issue. They also uh, raise allegations that some of the harmful effects of radio frequency exposure, um, that that this has already been a thing and that there's 230 scientists from 40 different countries that have allegations that this could increase cancer risk cellular stress increase in harmful free radicals like we were talking about when i was talking about the ionizing radiation they're saying genetic damage structural and functional changes to the reproductive system learning and memory deficits neurological disorders and negative impacts on general well-being well-being in humans so there's 230 scientists 40 different countries they're all signed off on like these are things that we've looked that we agree are in the literature and it's a concern. 
that's kind of crazy. I didn't know that that was a pushback from all these places. I'm not saying these scientists are correct. I'm not saying, I'm sure if you look at the studies, maybe there's flaws here and there, but I'm just saying yeah, you're saying something there's, I found. You're saying there's pushback. Yeah, I know. I get it. And it's, but that's good. That's, that's how it should be, right? Like you should have this technology. You should have, you should have pushback, right? From smart from people that's how that's how this is how it should work no yeah. like like hey these here here's our concerns let's hash it out like there's this technology it's going to advance us all this good stuff but yeah what's the you know we gotta worry about what's the environmental impact what's uh you, you know that and that's how isn't that how society what's should work the frogs? right <laughs> does it turn the frogs gay yeah i don't I don't think the frogs can get any yeah, gayer. Yeah, frogs straight again. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the pros. Like five G, it turns the frogs straight. It's fine. You'd have pushback on that too, either. <laughs> like for sure. The frog should have a right yeah. to choose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We should protest. Break that's one up. rabbit hole we should hold frog off. Lives frog matter. lives matter. We are canceled now. For too, sure. too, too no, much. It's, it's, too much. Sorry. That's fucking hilarious. No, it's it's funny, but we might get canceled <laughs> and censored again. Now, <laughs> yeah, good thing we have three viewers. So. <laughs> so, okay, so here's another guy. I don't know if you guys came across this guy, but this is a scientist. His name's Martin L. Paul. He's a professor emer- emeritus of biochemistry and basic medical science at Washington State University. So basically emeritus means like he's not actually like Doctor. he's like retired. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, he's old and he's retired at this point. He's just kind of like associated with them. So he's not active. He's kind of like a consultant type thing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, but he studies the effects of low intensity microwave frequency electromagnetic fields. So exactly the type of shit that the 5G is going to be associated with, but specifically how that relates to the human body. So he had a number of things. I read one of his papers, and like I said, I went down some rabbit holes. So I want to I want to present some of the information I found because it's interesting, and I think it's going to add to the flavor of what we're discussing. Basically, he believes that if you expand the 5G mobile phone networks, that it's going to have negative consequences on human health. So he published this paper. It's called Wi-Fi is an Important Threat to Human Health in Environmental Research. And he says, you know, he's like, this is, he has concerns. And he outlined it in that paper. And that was a peer-reviewed paper that he published. However, he also had another paper. It was about a 90-page document. I didn't read the whole fucking thing because it's 90 fucking pages. And I have one week. But it was called 5G, (laughs) Great Risk for EU, US, and International Health exclamation mark (laughs) compelling evidence for eight distinct types of great harm caused by electromagnetic field exposures and the mechanism that causes them so like i was interested because i was like okay that's a pretty interesting title you know this is your field of study what do you have to say about this like i'm curious so remember we were talking about how the we know 5g is not going to be ionizing radiation so we don't have to worry about the radiation damage. Yeah. We kind of already debunked that we claimed on that or, or we, the claims we, we got rid of those, but I was, so I'm thinking, I'm like, what, what could this guy possibly have? Like, what is, what does he have? 
Here's what he says. He proposes that the microwave frequencies and these lower frequency electromagnetic frequencies, they activate voltage-gated calcium channels of cells. So, like I was saying with the ionizing radiation, remember we were saying it's really high energy and it can, it can damage DNA because it makes those free radicals and it can, it can, yeah. those free radicals will damage the DNA. Or it can just directly damage DNA, and that's not good for your cells. Your cells can die or become cancerous. He's saying, no, no, no. That's, he's like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not why this is damaging. I know it doesn't do that. I'm saying that it activates these voltage-gated calcium channels. So the thing is, cells, they have a... F- not the calcium well, channels. Here's the thing. Cells, they, they have a, a variety of different ways they function. And if you alter the calcium ions in the cell, different things happen. So he's, he cites studies that inhibited voltage-gated calcium channels, and when they exposed them to these microwave frequencies, it blocked the effect. So that's what he's citing. He's like, I'm pretty sure the voltage-gated calcium channels are involved, and this is why, because if I inhibit them, I don't see the effect. And I was like, okay, this is interesting, because this is, this is kind of saying... This is saying maybe there should, maybe there is something, maybe it is affecting biological systems in a certain way that we didn't think of before. So this is what he says now. It it goes a step further. He says if you use these microwaves to activate the voltage-gated calcium channels of the cells, you're going to get free radical production, which we already established that has pathophysiological effects that could damage DNA that could have problems he's saying this is what's causing it he's not, he's saying it's not that it's not that the the frequency itself is causing the high energy wave is causing it itself he's like no it's this voltage gated calcium channel and i was like okay that's interesting it's a theory that i didn't find anywhere else he was really the only one i found spouting this so burn the motherfuckers down <laughs> so- <laughs> Well, I don't know. Isn't that kind of that's kind of interesting? Because no, that, like, that is cool. So he's he has a completely different outlook. I totally I find it funny that, that he's like, just I'm not saying it damages your DNA, but I'm saying inadvertently damages your DNA. Yeah, that's what. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're tracking it. We're tracking. It. That's basically what he said. Totally. But I do have some pushback. First of all, he's been criticized of like using selective evidence. When I was looking at critiques on him, uh, he apparently he ignores different links. Uh, that have been <laughs> that have been proposed. He just doesn't talk about it. And here's one thing: when I was reading that paper, um, I did check some of the sources because I was like, "This is super interesting." Like, well, I want to look at what he's talking about. So I went to some of his citations and I looked it up. They don't really support his claims a hundred percent of the time. And here's an example: so he was claiming that microwaves are harmful. And that they cause this oxidative stress, so creating these free radicals that can damage stuff. And I looked at the paper, and guess what they did? Guess what the method was for the paper? This sure. is what they fucking did. They take they take rats, and then for twenty minutes they microwave them. <laughs> what? And they died. And they're like, microwaves are harmful. <laughs> You fucking oh, fake. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that's what I'm saying. That's literally the method of the paper. They took 
they took rats, they microwaved them for 20 minutes, the rat died. That was the dumbest fucking thing How I've ever How the heard. fuck is that the same as 5G? So that's what I was saying. Like, although what I just said is interesting, we have to take it with a grain of salt. He's already been criticized before for ignoring different research. And when, and when I looked at one of his citations, it was complete. It was that. <laughs> like, okay. and he didn't say that. He, he, the, in his sentence, it was like, I don't have it verbatim, but it was basically like, it's been shown that microwave frequencies cause oxidative stress. And then he had the citation number. So I looked it up. And when I looked at the method, it was literally microwaving a rat for 20 (laughs) minutes. He probably just sticks tinfoil in the fucking microwave and lets it go for a while to see what happens. Mustard gas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, one takeaway from this that I think listeners should take is like, you're going to have authority figures saying things. And yes, this guy has a PhD. Yes, he's from Washington State University. But that you have to look at the sources. Huh. You can't just take things at face well, value. It goes back to like we talked about with uh, Dr. Stella yes. Emanuel too, right? Where we got fucking banned, right? Like PhD, but, but fucking lunatic. nonsense from the top of them. You can't take Demon the crazy spouses. out of people, right? Yeah. And then, I mean. Demons. What? <laughs> Demon spirits. Yeah. Spouses. Or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, in your dreams. Yeah, spouses? marrying you. Demon spouse? So I also just want to say on this, because... Uh, like I said, with this voltage-gated channel stuff, it's an interesting theory, this Martin L. Paul, but his writing was kind of poor. Like, it was, the scientific language was kind of sloppy, and it was kind of, I don't know, it just wasn't, I don't know, it could have been, maybe he was just trying to write to, like, a layman audience, but I feel like the writing was a little bit sloppy. So I have another one. This is, uh, this is kind of, uh, going or this is kind of saying how 5g is safe this is professor andrew wood there was a nature article and nature is one of the it's one of the most prestigious scientific journals people publish in and this is kind of like this isn't a journal but this is an article they wrote about this guy and he he studies models of absorption patterns for 5g electromagnetic radiation in human tissue so he's he's an expert on this and he's helped form the basis for international discussion on safety and regulations and his this is what his team does and this is a quote i have from him he says we believe this quote we believe the main biological effect of the electromagnetic radiation from mobile phones is a rise in temperature so he agrees envy this goes to what you were saying earlier he's like yes we know that this is going to cause a rise in temperature who when people are exposed to it But then he also says, quote, there are also concerns that there could be more subtle effects, such as links between long-term exposure and certain types of cancer. But while there is some evidence from epidemiological studies and animal studies, these remain controversial. So he's kind of like, again, saying, yeah, we know that there's that one study out there and there's the group 2B classification, but like, it's not solid. He says his team has yet to see any major red flags with the 5G wavelengths that they're using. So, hmm. and I mean, the, the rise in temperature, he says, it's very, very low. So he says, what does he say? Yeah. It's like a few tenths of a degree. You, you won't be able to feel it. You won't be able to like see it or anything like that. But there are sp- specific instruments that can pick it up. Like high sensitivity, sensitivity yeah. instruments. Or okay. satellites from space. 
Yeah. The one thing he did say, though, is one of the concerns, if you have a biological tissue that you're concerned about, it's probably going to be the eyes. Um, I guess the eyes, they're not highly uh, vascularized. So if they heat up, it's hard to dissipate the heat from them. So he's like, he's like, he's not saying it's a concern, but he's like, that would be the organ you would expect to be most influenced if it was a big deal is what he was saying. So Makes I thought sense. that was kind of, that was kind of interesting. So there's a paper titled adverse health effects of 5g mobile networking technology under real life conditions. And it was published in 2020 in the journal toxicology letters. The authors, they argue that the studies on wireless radiation on health effects are substantially underestimating the adverse effects of this new technology. So they're basically saying that laboratory tests are failing to incorporate the toxic substances that people are already exposed to. So they're missing potential synergistic toxic effects between 5G and common toxic substances, if that makes sense. So they're saying the studies that have been done, they didn't include these other substances. So we we can't say for certain that uh, there wouldn't be a toxic effect when they're added together because they weren't used in the studies. Hmm. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So they also say that they also <laughs> say that a lot of the studies that looked at this types of wavelength, they only used a limited set of stress indicators, so they didn't use a broad enough range. So you can't be cert- just because one of them, one of the indicators you were looking at didn't show anything, j- you didn't look at them all. So you can't be certain. So that, that's what they're criticizing the current literature about. So it's just selective data again. Or just the study didn't look broad enough. So that when there's a study that says, oh, no, it's safe, they're saying, well, no, that study found that it was safe in this specific condition, but they didn't look broad enough. So maybe it's not safe so it's in selective this other data condition. For and that's what against. So in, in both senses of good or bad. Yeah. Okay. So they cite 19 studies that indicate high radio frequencies uh, a part of the electromagnetic spectrum may have negative effects. And they cite the mechanism as potentially relating to the disruption of electron-proton transfer in mitochondria in the production of ATP, which is the main energy source of our cells. So it's another mechanism. We were talking about the voltage-gated channels. Now we're talking about uh, energy Mitochondria. Energy. Yeah, mitochondria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying that could be a th- problem. Now... That all, you know, they're like, yeah, there's some concerns. I say, fuck it. Turn it on. We'll see what happens. It's negative. Turn the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe in, maybe in, in final thoughts, that's what we'll get to. But during but- <laughs> those, I will be in the forest during that time. <laughs> <laughs> this was the craziest one I came across. There's, it's called the Zalyubovskaya paper, 1977. Oh. It's written by a guy from the Soviet Union, and it's called Biological Effects of Millimeter Radio Waves. This paper, it looked at radio frequencies that 5G would use, these millimeter wavelengths, and it says, quote, not only was skin impacted adversely, but also heart, liver, kidney, spleen, or kidney, spleen tissue as well, and blood and bone marrow properties. So that paper indicated detrimental effects of these wavelengths. And here's the other fucking weird shit. This paper 
was classified in 1977 by U.S. authorities, and it took 35 years for it to be declassified in 2012. And then it needed to be translated, and now you can find it on the CIA website. I just... I find things coming like Whoa. from 35 years ago not as how do I put this? There, there's a word I'm missing right now. It's it's not as like concrete credible? evidence. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not as credible as today's research. Yeah, I have some criticisms on this, but I want to say what the paper found. So they irradiated mice and rats with uh, with a five to eight millimeter wavelength. So this this microwave range for 15 minutes per day for 60 days, and then they wanted to see what the effects were. They found nerve anomalies at the skin. So this there was demyelination. So myelin, it, it insulates nerve cells, and it makes the signal travel better. So if you have less myelin, that means your nerves don't function as well. So they found that. They also find, found disruption in hemodynamics, which is just blood flow, and the permeability of vascular membranes in the tissues of the myocardium, liver, kidney, and spleen. They also found changes in erythrocytes, your red blood cells, and leukocytes, your uh, white blood cells, which have immune functions, which indicated bone marrow suppression in the mice and rats. And they also found suppression of oxidative phosphorylation, which is basically just what the mitochondria do to make the ATP that your body uses to make energy. That's what the paper says they found. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. I'm not 100% on the effects on like I, I don't know biology that well so it's kind of hard to keep up with what you're going into now well i i some of what i have some i can right now well i'm just saying <laughs> they found detrimental effects but okay. i do have issues with this particular old school totally. fucking data when i read the paper on the cia website there was zero data shown none they only had word descriptions so they would only say what I just said. They didn't have like, oh, here's this graph where we took these numbers and put it out. Or here's, you know, like a, a histology section of the tissue we're talking about. They didn't show any data, no data. They only said it in sentences. So how can you trust it if the data's not there? There's not a single scientific paper that's written like that. You always show the data. So then, therefore, it's highly suspect. Yeah, right. I'm trying to follow along with you, man, but your your science your science words are way above me here. <laughs> well, basically, there's this. This is what people are. They're saying that there's this paper from the 1970s that was classified that dealt with the same wavelengths 5G is, and it showed that they were detrimental. But when I looked at it, it does say that, but there's no data shown. They don't show anything. They just say it. Okay. They just write it out. And there's not a single paper, scientific paper, that would ever do that. So you, I, I, I can't, right. although it's a very interesting tangent and a very interesting rabbit hole, I can't, I can't take it at face value because there's not, the data's not there. It wasn't there. They didn't yeah, show well, it. That's fair. They didn't fucking show it. They didn't fucking show it. Okay, so I have... <laughs> I got another one. This is a paper. It's called Towards 5G Communication Systems. Are there health implications? It was published in 2018 in the International Journal of Hygiene and 
environmental health. The author cites several sources that indicate millimeter waves could be detrimental. So they have five studies where they say these wavelengths can alter gene expression. They have one study where they show an increase in skin temperature, two studies where they stimulate cell proliferation, which could be kind of scary because cancer cells have increased cell proliferation. You don't want that. Two studies that alter cell membrane function, and then seven that alters neuromuscular systems. So basically the main point of this paper, the authors were kind of saying there is evidence in labs that millimeter waves interact and influence biological systems. We know that. Therefore, maybe we should better understand the biology and therefore maybe we should use the precautionary principle when we employ these types of technologies. We need better data. That's basically what they're saying. They're like, we're not saying... You know, it's going to cause all these crazy shit, but we just want to say there are studies that show there are effects and maybe we should better understand the effects before we, yeah. so it's, it, they're, they're, they're advocating a precautionary principle. So then I'm interested to see like what the Which is totally World fine. Health Organization does in terms of their research, because they said they've been studying this for the last 20 years and they're going to start up another study specifically for 5G, which they released in 2020, like that statement. So like, are their tests not conclusive enough? I'm, I guess basically with the things I'm pointing out, I basically have pushed back on all of them. I'm just kind of painting a picture right now. I'm not saying the studies that I've pointed out are 100% conclusive or anything. I think mostly they're just raising concerns. They're mostly just like, we should have concerns. But that's from the scientific perspective. Remember when I started this, I was like, I looked at the science first. Some papers could be concerning because they're raising concerns, right? That's right. Yes. So, but you have to also look at it from an engineering perspective and a regulatory perspective as well. So when I started looking at the engineering side of things, I had, it painted a different picture. So this, here's another fucking paper. It's called Health and Safety Issues Concerning Exposure of the General Public to Electromagnetic Energy from 5G Wireless Communications Networks. So this was a review paper by the Committee on Man and Radiation. They're called COMAR. And it included a physician um, slash biologist, an epidemiologist, engineers, and physical scientists. And they published this in 2020. So it's very recent. They, they're saying overall exposure to radio frequencies is unlikely to be altered by 5G. And that the exposure will continue mostly from the uplink signal from one's own devices. So they're saying you're already being exposed to shit. You're probably not going to be exposed to more aside from the uplink signal, which we already are getting. And they also said that the public spaces, which will have more exposure, they're already under the guidelines of uh, international organizations that have regulated that. So there's like a limit to what can be emitted. So they're saying like the exposure's already been regulated and limited to an amount that is below the established limits. So what they're saying is, as long as exposure is below these established limits, there's no research data that supports adverse effects. So all the studies that I just talked about and some of the review papers I just talked about that are like, oh no, there actually is some concerns here and there. These guys are saying, no, from an engineering perspective, we're not even using that exposure level. We've already engineered it not to go to that level. And that's something that's not really talked about. Okay, but just just quickly touch on that. 
people who say, oh, this wasn't intended for this, doesn't mean it can't still be applied to that. Like we see that with Edward Snowden, when he developed his um, technology, it was supposed to be used for communication purposes for tracking military people and stuff, not for what it was used for to listen in a mass, like millions of people in the U S because it wasn't even designed to do that, but it was just altered a little bit in order to do that. So even with the okay, five so it's like, it might yeah, not be designed saying- to do what they're saying. People are afraid of and engineers are like, well, yeah, it shouldn't do that. It can't do that. It's not to say like a small alteration can't make it do that. No, that's a fair point. That's a good pushback. But there's also like this beam forming technology that they're using. So instead of signals being transmitted like everywhere, you know, like kind of like in a cert, like a sphere from the wherever the signal is being emitted, the beam forming because there's so many different towers beside each other, they just like it's like picture a laser. It's like a it's a signal that's sent in a beam straight to your phone instead of a signal that everyone gets exposed to. So it's like a direct signal that gets ricocheted around to get to you. So that also limits exposure. It reduces exposure. So it's exposure. more privatized too than in terms of communication. Yeah. So that's 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 another thing 5G will use is this beam forming thing. And this paper brings that up. Um, they do acknowledge though that there's, you know, if you actually look at the research, there's not too much out there on millimeter wave lengths. So for instance, I guess there's there's about a hundred studies on millimeter wavelengths and related to biological effects, but there's thousands of papers on radio frequencies and biological effects in general. So they do say, you know, more research would be better, as always. But to conclude what they say, Komar, quote, Komar concludes that while we acknowledge gaps in the scientific literature, particularly for exposures at millimeter wave frequencies, the likelihood of yet unknown health hazards at exposure levels within current exposure limits is considered to be very low if they exist at all, end quote. So they're saying it's completely fine. And honestly, it was a really good, it was a pretty thorough paper and I I actually really enjoyed it. It was, uh, I don't know, after after I was going through all the, the, like the, the stuff I was just talking about, those rabbit holes, it was nice to come across the engineering perspective but I just want to finalize here this last one. I would hate to have not mentioned it because it was by far the best analysis I found when I was going through all this 5G shit and trying to make sense of everything. It's called Health Risk Associated with 5G Exposure, A View from the Communications Engineering Perspective. And this one, this was published 2020. It had 271 references and 45 pages of text. So it was... Holy shit. By far the most thorough analysis I ever I found. It was authored by three guys, and they basically systematically shit on everyone. They they shit on everyone. They they argue all the public concerns regarding five G um, are driven by weak theories, pseudoscience, misinformation, and fabricated news. And they also seem to think that most of this is just because people aren't trusting major institutions anymore. Uh, that are responsible for implementing the safety of 5G. But, dude, this paper, I just want to shout this out. I'm not going to go through it too like too much at all because it's so fucking thorough. They do everything. They go through everything. They have 
math. They have equations. They have they have drawings they make of everything. And it was the most thorough I found by far. And after I read that, I was like, okay, that's fucking interesting. So here's a quote. They say, overall, we argue that the widely perceived health risks that are attributed to 5G are not supported by scientific evidence from communications engineering. In addition, we explain how the solutions to minimize the health effects from 5G, including currently unknown effects, are already mature and ready to be implemented. They close by saying, quote, in conclusion, our work suggests that the health concerns about the deployment of 5G NOD base stations and 5G user equipment are not supported by communications engineering evidence. Therefore, there is no compelling motivation to stop the deployment of 5G networks, especially when precautionary principles are applied. However, we point out the importance of continuing to research possible health effects not proven at present time associated with the realistic exposure I.E. below maximum limits of 5g devices clearly we advocate for further research works that aim to design exposure aware cellular networks for 5g and beyond systems properly end quote so they're they're totally like from our perspective our analysis everything we looked at we don't see an issue we see the precautions have been taken things like this and i thought it was very interesting it was a crazy paper that's interesting and it and it makes sense. But again, those are communications guys that are not fucking doctors. They haven't extensively studied what it does to humans, for example. And then engineers are fucking engineers. They're not doctors and vice versa. No, so, but they no, but what the no, but they they looked at all that. They looked at those studies and the the limits, but, the exposure limits that were used in those studies, they're like, there's no way that this is used based on our analysis of the technology. But they looked at that. Again, being communications experts, not doctors, unless like they had a doctor. But the numbers don't lie. Expert. Like you can look at the numbers that the scientific studies used when they were testing it on animals, when they were testing it on cells in a dish. You have those numbers available, and then okay. you're like, Fair okay, point. Fair point. what are we using those numbers in our technology? And if the answer is no, then it's like, okay, well then, what are we talking about? So I think that's what they're saying mostly, and I would just read it. If you have 5G concerns, I would highly recommend that paper. It was insane. It's called Health Risks Associated with 5G Exposure, a view from the communications engineering perspective. I don't know. It, they, it probably took them so fucking long to write that. It was insane. But that was what I had for the issues concerned. I, there was, it was, it was flip-flopping all over the place. There was, you know, they, we have these weather concerns. We have these espionage concerns, security concerns. There was um, biological concerns. But then... The engineering perspective and the regulation perspective was like, no, those aren't actually concerns. It was all over the place. I feel like we're on final thoughts. Please. I'm already over time. <laughs> yeah, let's share it, Envy. Okay. Well, I, for one, only see a danger in the military aspect of this, how it can be used nefariously, and in terms of People having access to faster speeds who might use it for nefarious purposes, i.e. hacking, stolen identities, cryptojacking, stuff like that. But I see more benefits than I do negatives. Faster porn, um, better health machines, you can do better tracking. So I, for one, am for the 5G network. I think it'll be a game changer. What? 
What do you mean? You thought we were going to convince me otherwise? Envy's the Envy's the tech guy. Like Dude, you're that's gonna, just me. I, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. into this already. This is this is Envy's jam. This is right. If Envy said that he was against five G, I would have been <laughs> very very surprised. COVID. COVID. <laughs> I think Envy's done. So I'll I'll go next. I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it as well. I, I I'm I'm all for pushing technology forward. I I will say this with a maybe a bit of an asterisk. Maybe um, the one thing that concerns me is, and I, I don't know enough about it, so I'm going to sound like a complete meathead when I when I talk about it here, which is fine. But because I always sound like an idiot when I make my points, but the AI thing always concerns me because I am a, a work. So like for me as a construction worker, I'm always worried that. When is the technology going? Well, I shouldn't say I'm worried because it's, it's in my mind, it's a long ways away, but I also don't know enough about it. But when, when do we get replaced as workers? Right. Because that's a big deal. Right. And that's, that's what always scares me about AI is that like, when you see the movies, you know, no one has jobs because computers do it way cheaper, all that stuff. So that to me just always needs to be regulated so that, like a, a people's society continues. But as far as tech 5G goes, I, I think it's safe. Bring it on. Yeah, I don't know. Just needs to be regulated, right? Like work out the kinks. That's how a society works. And yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's hear it, Magnum. Like I said, it was a roller coaster. I, d- I didn't know. Um, I was genuinely interested in learning more about 5G because aside from hearing, you know, bits and pieces here and there or memes about it, I didn't really know a lot about it. So when I looked into it, it was it was interesting just looking at the technology and what it's going to enable. Um, I do think, though, overall, like I'm not convinced about any of the conspiracy theories. I'm not really buying into any of that. Also, some of the legitimate yeah. concerns... I mean, those are legitimate, like the security, the espionage, the weather patterns, things like this. I think those need to be addressed, and I'm assuming that they are going to be addressed. But when it comes to the health side of things, and is it going to have health effects, it seemed to me, based on everything I looked at, um, the people that were raising the concerns, they had legitimate concerns based on real data, but the issue is the exposures that were used to um, or the doses or slash exposures used in those studies are not the same that will be used with the technology. So therefore you can't say that it is a health concern based on what I was looking at. And I would look at these, look at these papers. That's what I would say. Um, it, it, It was interesting. They're very, very detailed, very in depth. So I'm not convinced that it's, uh, if there is any issues, I think if you regulate it properly, you're good to go. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. As long as things are regulated. But I mean, there's so many concerns that come from that too, because it's like, well, who's regulating it? Do you trust who regulates it? Like there's, I I can see well, that. Well, I mean, that's a whole and the other, other thing fucking too, like, conversation, I guess. But yeah, the other point is if you have the technology there, you can have it regulated and say 
you're going to do this one you're, you're going to do this with it but then you you can't say for certain that they're going like if someone wants to be use it for nefarious purposes they'll use it for nefarious purposes it's like what envy was saying with the snowden thing they didn't think the technology would be used to spy on everybody but it was it's the same concept so i can see i can kind of see everything no i i, I get i get all that um yeah you can't stop you can only try your best, I guess, to, to stop like the bad, the flaws, the negative things from happening. But I mean, okay, but on that point, do you just say, okay, we never advance? Let's go back to the fucking Stone Age so that no one could ever use technology against us. You know what I mean? Let's not use fire. Let's not cook our food with fire because people use it to burn down buildings. Like, it's just, it, I get it. I get it. People suck and people stretch things to make to make it negative but like do you just stop as a society then like do you stop pushing do you stop growing uh no you 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 take you take the good with the bad and you and you keep going right so i i I think this is a prime example of that just keep let's keep advancing our technology let's yeah the who regulates it yeah i mean (laughs) do you trust them probably not but I don't know, come up with a better solution instead of instead of a conspiracy, maybe, and let's let's go from there. You know what I mean? Like that's just kind of how I feel about stuff like that. Like we we can't stop, right? I don't know. Maybe some people would push back on that even. They'd be like, Well, why not? <laughs> because when you well, yeah, no fair. Like I the guess. people that are living it's in like the cabins is pretty the the fucking real estate value of these remote locations is going through the roof. They might say, Well, why not? I I'm doing it. That's great. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for those people, but uh, no, I, I don't know. I just don't think you can. Like, as a, I'm just saying, as a society in general, like you can't just keep to de- stop development, and, and that's kind of being general vague, yeah. I guess. But specifically to f- technology, maybe that's. I get where the fear comes from because I'm a, I'm a worker bee as well. Like I, I get it. Like I don't want to lose my job to a fucking robot. Like that'd suck. <laughs> But I also utilize technology every day, and I would love for faster download speeds. I'd love for my car to drive me to work every day. Like, I would love for all these things. Like, I'm also not against it. I just want to work. I just want to have money. (laughs) Yeah, I think what it comes down to is people need to have the foresight for what an advanced technology or what advancing technology enables and then you have to take precautions to not even precautions. Like you have to be like very astute because here's the thing. Like we didn't know, take, look at social media for a second. Look at how the privacy violations that's is associated with so, social media. You all it is, it's like, Oh, check. If you continue using this service, you agree with all of our privacy policies and our terms of service. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no like explanation of what's happening or what your data is being used for or anything. And that's an example of an advancing technology exploiting something that we didn't know beforehand. So like, yeah, I'm trying to say like, I think we have to keep advancing because it enables society to function better and it enables individuals to live a more, well, you could even argue maybe not. I was going to say it, it can enable an individuals to live a more fulfilled life 
I would say personally for me, that's the case. I've, technology has definitely aided me in many ways, many, many ways, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is if you could perfectly regulate everything, it would be, there'd be no downside. But I think what I'm saying is there's always going to be a downside no matter what you do because there's always going to be nefarious actors. You're always not going to be able to predict what yeah. the outcomes are perfectly. You just have to do your best to handle things as you go. You can't. And maybe we need to be able you, to handle it faster, that, like better. Maybe we should, maybe that's what we should be doing is, is hopping on things quicker and advocating for things quicker so they don't get out of hand. I also, I also, I also, I also feel like people like to fixate on the negative. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always been more of an optimistic person. Like I'm a glass, glass half full type of guy. So I, I see the positives and things and I go like, well, yeah, of course you got to do that. And let's deal with the negative as it comes up. Whereas, and I'm happy that there's pessimist, pessimistic, pessimists yeah. out there. Like my wife's pessimistic and it is good because it keeps me from going crazy and just, you know, getting into trouble, I guess. But so it, it's good to have that balance, right? Yeah. Um, but let's let's look at the positive of the technology and what's it, what is it going to do for us? And faster down, like these download speeds are insane. Who doesn't want that? It'd be amazing. I'm all for it. Yeah, bring it on. Let's thank the sponsors. <laughs> all right, let's roll <laughs> out. Um, shout out to Sidestepping the Sun, a Canadian rock band. They made the intro and outro music to the podcast. Thank you to them for that. As always, thank you, El Yucateco Hot Sauce, for being dang fucking hot sauce. Still unofficial sponsor of the podcast, but I'm going to keep shouting them out because it's genuinely brought value to my life. And I think if you like hot sauce, you like spice, you're going to take value from it as well. Start with red, habanero-based. It's not basic bullshit that you get, like ketchup, (laughs) spicy fucking ketchup shit. You get it actually has flavor. It's good. I throw it on everything. All time. Eggs, craft dinner, meat, sandwiches, salads. Sandwiches, craft it's dinner. Good. It's good. That's all I have to say about it's all you taco. I mean, in, in line with that, loyal listeners, please tag us in El Yucateco. Tell them you heard about El Yucateco from us. That would be super appreciated. That would be, I can't, I don't even know. That'd be fucking great. I would have a great day. For sure. Wouldn't you? Have yeah, a great be- day. My day would be so And thank so you to all good. those who have reached out on our behalf. <laughs> That's been super appreciated as well. I mean, you can find us on all the socials. We're everywhere. We're on. Uh, we're actually everywhere and we're expanding. We're on YouTube. We're on Reddit. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on fucking LinkedIn. Who the fuck is on LinkedIn? We're also going to be other places too. Twitter. Don't worry. We're expanding. Um, I said, you say Twitter? Oh, Twitter. I don't know if I said, said Twitter. Twitter. We're getting on some other Twitter. weird platforms. We'll uh we'll we'll let you know. But we're we're moving. We're moving. We're going everywhere. For you getting everywhere out there. all over um, the place. It also, please follow us, like us, share our shit. That'd be great. We also have a Patreon. I mean, we kind of talked about it, but you know, we got two tiers. If you want more episodes, you want episodes right now, you can get them. One dollar. You're gonna get access to all of the episodes. We put out a new Patreon exclusive episode every month. You get access to that at the $1 tier and the $3 tier as well. But the $3 tier, you get early access to all of our shit. You'll get episodes five days in advance, all on Sunday. You'll get the main topic, 
instead of on Wednesday, it'll come Sunday. And the post where instead of Friday, it'll come Sunday. That's a thing too. And I mean, if Patreon's not your thing, that's fine. That's fine. I'm fine with it. Buy me buy a coffee. A coffee. <laughs> buy me a coffee.com. Buy us buymeacoffee.com. Shout out God to uh, Satan Loves You for he bought us 30 cups of coffee. That was fucking great. That was really appreciated. Um, also, if if you don't want to support us that way, that's fine. You just want to listen. That's great. That's cool. You could leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be super sweet. I was going to say, yeah, don't forget about our promotion right now. Like Magnum just said, five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. You'll get a fucking dope-ass sticker. Sticker packs. Three um, weatherproof stickers. Sticker pack. We'll mail it to you. You just have to... Uh, three. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Three Leave the review and then dope. DM us a screenshot of the review. All you got to do, th- three seconds of work. We'll mail it out. We'll mail it out. Cool They're stuff. dope. I have them on my laptop and my we'll vehicle. We'll pay the shipping. We'll buy the stamp. Oh, yeah, no. We'll pay for the we'll stamp. pay for the stamp um, and the stickers. But that'd be. But you don't have to do any of that. That's cool. Sick. You can just listen. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, likes. That's Comments. It's um, <laughs> word of mouth. Whatever. Like, um, whatever you guys can do to help support us would be fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, with that, thanks for listening. Slap the ass. And ride the wave. Satan it doesn't care about you or your family or your goals or your future all the 5G network cares about is making you sad and impairing your weather (laughs) 